Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. 518 to 1 6 it is at the moment. Shane Welch with 3 3 for Tullerone. Bill Gaffney with 4 points. Mossy Keown with 3. Garrow Dunn with 1 2. You know, huge scores individually. Yeah. 518 to 1 6. I knew that was right. Okay, we'll check in with how the Roland Steeg and Carrick Shock are doing and uh, Richie Power. 50 minutes gone here, Pat, and it's, uh, it's the Roar and the Steger, 22 points on the scoreboard, which is a great return on a, on a, on a difficult evening. They're shocked with 11, with, with roughly 10 minutes to go. Uh, Shane Coogan, what's it like uh, between Clanine and Greg Namana? Score now with about four minutes to go. It's Greg Namana 3.20, Clanine 13 points. All right, Dixborough and O'Loughlin Gales. It uh, was hotting up nicely, Kieran Nari. Two brilliant scores from Mark Nolan, really showing well for the ball pass in the second half. But uh, the, a good score by Jordan Malay there to reply for O'Loughlin's pass to leave it 117 to 17 for the favour of Dixborough with uh, 20, uh, 53 minutes on the clock. Munkine and Liz Downey and Tom O'Hanlon. Yeah, that finished 5.15 to 1.9 in favour of Munkine. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Right, a very good afternoon. You're very welcome to Sunday Sport. And if you're wondering about the uh, ladies' football in Croke Park, Kildare are play, playing clear at the moment. And uh, there's around uh, 90 minutes gone in that. And uh, uh, it's Kildare leading 1-4-4 points. And they're going to have a close-in free to give them a 1-5-4 to four point lead, I'd imagine. If you're wondering about the games uh, at this morning, well, Denmore had a one-point win over James Stevens, the spirit of James Stevens revival in the second half and indeed a closing uh, last five or six minutes where they brought it back level at uh, 217 to 23 points, but Glenmore getting a point then uh, to uh, nip the game. So Glenmore, two games, two wins in that. And uh, another game that was going on, uh, Liz Downey, uh, well, they got the better of the Fenians in the intermediate grade and uh, that one finished 117 to 14 points and Liz Downey getting a goal from a penalty uh, midway through the second half, that one giving them a crucial uh, lead. So at the moment, over the weekend, Aaron Zone and Shamrocks played out a 120 draw, a 120 each, and that was out in uh, Kilmana last night. Aaron Zone getting the goal with the last touch of the uh, of the game, and uh, that uh, levelled the game at 120 apiece and uh, Greg Bally Callan well they pulled themselves off the floor playing into the wind in the second half they trailed 9 points to 8 at half time and went on to win 17 points to 14 uh, great win uh, 3 unanswered points in the closing stages giving them the victory in that and then uh, Glenmore as we say hanging on uh, to win of course Dixborough got the better of all Aucklands on Friday night 3 points in at 120 to 117 and Tullerone uh, won against Muldavats and that was a huge win, 621 to 1-9. St. Martin's got the better of uh, Moonkine, 221 to 123, and a cracking game that one. And uh, Young Ireland's, uh, they uh, overpowered Conaghy, 221 to 110, and as we heard, Liz Downey getting the better of the Fenians. All that means then that um, Glenmore on four points after two games. 
and it's uh, Greg Ballycallan, Bennett's Bridge and James Stevens on two points each and Aaron Zone and Shamrocks on one point each. Dixborough on four points in their group uh, with O'Loughlin's, Tullerone and Mullinavat on two points each. And one game to go on that and of course that's the meeting of uh, Dales Ford and Clara. That one at half two today. While in the intermediate St. Martins, uh, they have four points from two games. Moonkind two points. Young Ireland's two points. Liz Downey have four points as well and Conaghy and the Fenians uh, both lo- lost their two opening games so they have no points. While the Rory and the Stieg beat Carrick Shock on Friday night and they have two points. Uh, Carrick Shock have no points in that and of course there's a uh, couple of games in that group to come up today. We'll keep you in touch with everything that's happening. This is how uh, the game down Thomastown finished. Sorry, yeah, uh, 2-18-23. after winning it there, uh, Dave. Sorry, Alan Murphy got a great score there uh, in the first minute of injury time. Um, and after we last spoke there, uh, James Stevens saved a fight back. Um, they scored six points unanswered um, with great performances there from Ross Whelan and Niall Delaney. But uh, ultimately, in the end, uh, Glenmore dug in and they were able to, to get over the finish line um, they had a couple of goal chances which they missed which uh, were stopped by Gavin Costigan and, and that and a couple of wides but in fairness to, uh, to Glenmore then they were able to to, to battle away and um, they got the one point victory here so they're after winning their first two games now in the league so they're up to four points which and is a great start for Glenmore typical, a typical Brian Cody team you know they fought to the bitter end but really Alan Murphy today was the star of the show two fights from play man of the match then Man of the match on top of the freeze he got as well now. So I'll have to start that up later on. The only freeze he got as well, plus balls and that. But uh, two fights and players for you know, it's a great performance. Great performance is right. And uh, that was Eamon uh, Butler reporting there. Nicky Brennan was watching the game between uh, Liz Downey and uh, the Fenians, and Jerry Drennan was there as well. Fenians now, Jerry, and uh, I think the better team has won this match. Yeah, definitely the second half, the Lizoni boys have pushed on really with uh, Niall Brennan uh, who shipped some heavy tackles and Kevin Sweeney. They're running the show at midfield and Aaron Fogarty when he came in there has made a big difference. The penalty was the, the turning of the game, a great penalty won by David O'Carroll and Lizoni are still on the attack and now they've won another free in there on their way on right yeah so Dave there will be another point here from uh, uh, probably Farron Fogarty he's been on fire since he came on this will make it a 118 to a 14 point game it'll be a good win for Liz Downey they'll have two wins on the board and they're up next against uh, Connie Shamrocks on uh, next uh, Friday night and for Fenians well look at they uh, gave it their all but uh, just ran out of energy in the end so I'm going to leave you here in pressure with Aaron Fogarty he uh, will let him take this free because I put the curse on <laughs> Mark Webster a couple of moments ago when he hit the ball in low and he said why when he was unerring from Fees, but I think Karen Fogarty is not going to do that. He's going to send this one nearly up as far as Tullerone. It's gone over the bar, and uh, it's now 118 to 14 points. This game is done and dusted, Dave, and uh, we thank you for your help. Okay, and just coming up, what's uh, what's coming up today? Two o'clock, Blacks and Whites are playing Donnemagan. That's down in the Steag. Shane Coogan is there. Clara against Danes Fort in Bennis Bridge at uh, 2.30. Richie Power will be reporting on that. And then there's uh, another game at 2.30 today. Uh, the Roaring Steag are playing Aaron's Own uh, in Callan, and that's in junior hurling. And uh, then at 3.30, two games at 3.30, Thomastown versus O'Loughlin Gales. Uh, that's in Gordon. And Barry Henriquez will be there. And 
and also at half three uh, we have a commentary on Tuller Her- Ross Birkin against St. Lactans in Palmerston from 3.30 so 5.30 then is Sleeve Rue and Barra Rangers uh, in Greg Namana in junior hurling so uh, that's the lineup for today 2.6 to 4 points uh, Kildara lead on Clar, and that's in the Leinster or in the All-Ireland uh, intermediate football final at the moment so Kildare doing quite well Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery Country Style Foods Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus Community Radio Kilkenny City For the People By the People Community Radio Kilkenny City Number one for sport you know, if Thompson are ever going to come, they're best equipped uh, to, to, to probably win it because after winning the Ryan A, like what a year then to come and win an intermediate. You know, like with a with a lot of uh, with a lot of young talent in your squad. But look, at, it, it could come down to it could come down to the semi-finals and finals later on in, in a couple of months' time, and that's when the real questions will be at. Barrow Rangers are are a club there that are are doing pretty well underage the last couple of years. So if they can hold on to some of those players, um, uh, they'd be a team to, to look out for. And the other team that uh, would be uh, one to watch out for would be Tuller Ross Birkin. They were in a minor final there just uh, over two years ago and uh, a lot of very good young players coming through. So they'd be two teams that uh, would be developing. You'll always have a fancy for the Shamrocks when, you know, when we get down to the, to the rate heat of championship. Uh, who do they have for me? Shamrocks, Tullerone, the village in Arrakis. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. Okay, and uh, we're going to go hurling. We're heading off down to picturesque in Esteeg, where it's the Blacks and Whites against Dunhamagan, Barry Henriquez. <laughs> yeah, Pat, you got it in one. The, most, the only thing that you, you said is true down there is uh, absolutely all that's uh, to be said about in this league, the game of the hurling match is incidental to the whole proceedings here. Dunamagna are out in front, a goal in seven points, 16 minutes of play gone in the first half. They've got a goal in seven on the slower. Blacks and Whites have four points. When I tell you that Dunamagna had three points. When I tell you that uh, Dunamagan had four points on the scoreboard before the uh, before the Blacks and Whites were played, that was a free from uh, Niall Kennedy. Uh, all the scores for Blacks and Whites have come from place balls. Although they had a penalty in the 11 minutes, and Ryan Murphy standing over the ball belted the ball straight over the bar and just as I spoke I told you the score was 2-1-7 to not 4 well there's another goal gone in for Dunhamag in the 16 minutes and 54 seconds call it 70 minutes of play gone here in, in a sea and it's Dunhamag out in front 2 goals 7 points who got the second Dennis Walsh got the goal Pat the second goal the first goal the first goal for Dunhamag was scored by, by uh, John Fitzpatrick and the second goal there was scored by Dennis Walsh the Dunhamag forward line in total and block are by far a better outfit and the blacks and whites are really only holding on to their short end. A lot to play is there a lot to play for? I don't know at this stage of the game. Seventeen thirty on the clock. Two seven, not five, black and whites. Back to you in the studio, Pat. Thanks, Barry. Two seven to five points then. So uh, it's uh, the uh, Dunhamagan well in control there and uh, John Fitzpatrick and Dennis Walsh getting the goals there for the Dunhamagan men. Sunday Music and Sport is sponsored by Country Style Foods. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. 
Bennett's Bridge and Aaron's own. Uh, that's in Freshford and Shane Coogan. At the moment, it's after about six minutes gone, it's four points to two to the bridge. We head back to uh, Dane's Fort. Yes, and as you come back to Dane's Fort, it's all square here. Well, it will be for a moment, James Stevens have a free in from Ongill file. We're going to head off down south, down to Pilltown. It's John Locks against Winegap Barry Henriquez. Thank you. Ten minutes and 45 seconds gone here in Pilltown to score. Is Winegap one goal and two points. John Locks point have two points on the scoreboard. Thanks, uh, Barry. So we head from Pilltown to Sleeve Rue and Richie Power. How is it going there? It's Tullahar Ross Barkin against Kilmacow. Yeah, ten minutes gone back here in in uh, Sleeve Rue and it's, uh, it's Kilmacow four points, uh, Tullahar one point. Okay, lads, we're going to head down to St. John's Park. It's Moonkine uh, taking on the Fenians, Tom O'Hanlon. Yes, Pat, a uh, very impressive performance over here from so far from Moonkine, 10 points to 4. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. OK, Championship Hurling, well, Donna Magan were well in control against the Blacks and Whites last time we were there, 275 pints. Barry Henriquez, any change? Yep. No, indeed there is, Pat. Uh, not, a, a, not a big change, but a goal will change any game. But uh, the goal came for the Blacks and Whites uh, lads uh, in the 20th minute when Sean Bourne went in, or uh, Stephen Bourne went in with a ball and he stamped it to the back of the net and made it 2 8 1 6 at that stage. Don't imagine nullify that with a point from Ray Cody, it made 2 9 to 1 6. But then just as you came over to me there, uh, Dun Blacks and Whites. Got another two points. So the score at the moment, with 25 minutes of play gone here in the Innistig, is 2-9 for Dunhamag and it's 1-8 for Blacks and Whites. Nice game. Now, the the uh, obvious uh, statistic one would deduct on this game is uh, that uh, the Dunhamagan defence is not half as good as the forward. The forwards are lethal. They're big and strong and they move the ball well and they're able to find one another. But uh, their defence... Is could leak and their goalkeeper not the greatest goalkeeper in the world. But anyway, John Magan attacking here and the ball slammed over the bar there from for another point from Dennis White. Dennis White is having a hell of a game pass here in in the stake. Uh, he's had one five so far. Uh, he had one three scored by a uh, seventeen minute, but he has one five so far. It's two ten to one eight for the Blacks and Whites. Back to you in the studio, Pat. And there's twenty six gone. Thanks, Barry. And we're going to head off down to Bennett's Bridge where uh, it's uh, Clara against uh, Danes Ford. That game will be starting at half past uh, two and Richie Power is there to set the scene. Richie? Yes, Pat. Um, yeah, nice crowd here in Bennett's Bridge and on the far, on the, the near bank uh, at, the, at the town side. So the nice little breeze uh, blowing down the field is coming from the dressing room side, Pat. So it's, it, it will be an advantage uh, should, you know, any of the team that will be playing with it We'll be hoping to have it be ahead at half time. I would think. Uh, just uh, on the two teams, the sport have one change from the team that's on the program. Uh, Dan Dowling has replaced Noan Brennan. I would I would feel that his uh, injuries maybe that players picked up last weekend. But Clara, Clara have three changes in their back line from the team that's named on the program. Full back John O'Shea is ruled out. Corner back Harry Boyle is ruled out, and wing back Jim Chose is, is ruled out. And in, in, in their place is Patsy Ryan, Peter Nolan and Matt Kenny. So that's the, the, the three changes on the Clara team. And like I said, there's one change on the, on the day sport team. 
So we're near enough to, to win Pat I'd say another couple of minutes and, the, and uh, the game will be on Alright thanks Richie and of course both teams looking for uh, their first win uh, losing out in the opening round and uh, Roaring the, sti- or the James Ford losing out to um, Mullinavat and uh, Clara lost out to uh, Dixborough so uh, both of them anxious to get a win today and uh, a team looking for a win yesterday was Greg Ballycallan that took on Bennett's Bridge Bennett's Bridge had won their first game uh, handsomely enough against Aaron's own Ballycallan had lost out um, a good fighting spirit in their opening game but lost out to James Stevens. this is how uh, yesterday's game went The Voice of the Black and Amber Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM Greg Ballycallan 17 points, Bennisbridge 14 points. At half time in this game, Bennisbridge had a 9 points to 8 lead after playing into a stiff wind. Such was their composure and know how on the ball that full back Enda Morrissey worked his way up the field to score 2 points for Bennisbridge in that opening half. The game looked to be theirs for the taking. Greg Bally Callan had shown plenty of effort and uh, were lively around the pitch and particularly on the breaking ball. That was to prove crucial in the second half. A point blank saves uh, by goalkeeper Kieran Hine early and late in the game were also vital to the outcome. Greg Bally Callan with the youthful exuberance and plenty of skill as Aaron McAvoy, Ryan Corcoran and Jeff Nary were prominent all through. The accuracy of Sean Ryan from place balls was impressive also. Playing into the wind, Greg Bally Callan could never shake off Bennett's bridge as they used the ball brilliantly around the field with Shawnee Morrissey's movement excellent in the full forward line. Aaron McAvoy and Ryan Corcoran were the main men for Greg Ballycallan in attack as they landed two points each from play in that opening half. Tommy Ronan was lively in midfield. Bennett's Bridge had a 12 points to 9 lead by the 40th minute with Nicky Clear, David Blanchfield and James Hughes all pointing. Greg Ballycallan's work rate took over from the, at this stage over the next 10 minutes with Sean Ryan pointing the freeze. Greg Ballycallan led 13 points to 12 by the 50th minute the winners were hurling with belief and confidence at this stage and two late scores uh, by um, Sean Ryan uh, gave the the winners uh, the platform uh, to see out the victory after Kieran Hines brave save late in the game a great win there for Greg Bally Callan and it was won against the odds and on a scoreline of 17 points for Greg Bally Callan Bridge 14 points Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Right, and uh, of course uh, an update on that game uh, Dan uh, Dunhamagan leading Blacks and Whites 210 to 18 as uh, 22 minutes gone in that we'll check in with Barry in a few minutes Okay, we go from one king to the other it's uh, Elvis to Barry Henriquez and in the steak Thank you very much indeed Pat yeah, it's half time in the steak and uh, Dunhamagan out in front two goals and 11 points one goal and 8 points with the Blacks and White interesting first half interesting in the sense that Dunhamagan looked the team with all the talents uh, but it took about 6 minutes before uh, the Blacks and Whites and they're playing with a 
the air of a salary. There's no wind. I hear them talking about winds all over the county and my way down here. And I don't know what they've been looking at these at. Because there isn't a puff of wind here at playing down with the with the hill. Don't say that to Mickey, Mickey, uh, Michael, Michael Ling on that one. But anyway, it took uh, Blacks and Whites at least five minutes to get a point on the scoreboard. And that uh, point came from Niall Kennedy, Niall Kennedy free. But uh, but as I said, it's the Blacks are the Dunham and they're absolutely dominant. Their forwards are moving exceptionally well. They're playing the possession game very well, and they're coming out of defence with uh, an awful with a lot of pace and a lot of vision in everything they do. Anything they touch, the in the first eighteen twenty minutes anyway, turned to goal. Their first major score came in the eight minutes when John Fitzpatrick got a great great goal. He buries it in the back of the net, whereas when you put it except in the back of the net, it left the score one five for the Dunhamagan, two points for Blacks and Whites. And the next big score for Dunhamagan came from Dennis Walsh. Dennis Walsh, he had one three up to that stage. In the 17 minutes, he slammed the ball into the back of the net, two six. Now, there's a bit of retreat for the Blacks uh, and Whites men. They got a penalty, hard-earned penalty, against the Dunhamagan defence. It's a bit flaky. Their forwards are certainly by far the better end of their of their composition of a team, but uh, they got a penalty uh, in the um, in the nineteenth uh, tw- uh, minute, and uh, that the uh, Kennedy drilled it straight over the bar. Now they could have done with a goal at that stage, but they couldn't get it. But they did get a goal by Sam Bourne. Uh, uh, by uh, Sam Bourne in the 21st minute a great shot a good attack in, went straight in went through a lot of traffic but slipped it into the back of the net I thought the goalkeepers could have done an awful lot better but be that as the game has improved a lot in the second half of the first half you understand what I'm saying to you it's uh, 2-11 for Dunhamagan it's 1-8 for uh, Blacks and Whites I can't see anything but uh, a Dunhamagan win by virtue of the fact that their forward sextet are absolutely lethal. They're big, they're strong, and they're able to hurl, and they know where the posts are. 2-11 to 1-8, that's the way it is in Innistig. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Barry. We go from Innistig to Bennett's Bridge. It's Clara against Danes Fort. Richie Power. Yeah, we're hot. Five, uh, five minutes into this game, uh, Pat, and uh, uh, Danes Fort have started a lot better in this game uh, than they did uh, last weekend in Dunhamagan, and... and uh, the, the first score came to, from a free for Chris Bulger after two minutes and then Cahill Carney he's after putting two over the bar for Dave Sport uh, to lead two points to one but just as you came over to your number 10 for uh, uh, for um, Sarah, uh, Paul Cody is after uh, getting their second point so after five minutes here it's all square Alright Richie any breeze? Yeah there is a, there is a breeze Pat, uh, blown from the dressing room side and it's favouring Dave Sport um, you know there is a nice breeze blowing down the field uh, so you, you would you would be saying you would need a couple of pints uh, uh, playing with that breeze but at the moment at, uh, if you want to stay with me Pat James Sport got in it looked like they were in for a goal but uh, the, the player goalie um, Kevin Nolan brought off a very good save but it's gone out for a 65 so if you want to stay with me uh, Clara have a 65 now and Cahill Kearney even though he has, he's down on the programme at number 12, um, he, he's wearing number 11, and uh, he has taken the first two frees, and he's up to score them, and he's standing over this now, Pat, so stay with me for a minute, and I'll let you know how it, how it turns out. So he's just about to hit it now, Pat, and 
No, it's gone to the right. It's gone to the right and gone wide. It didn't come up really well for him. So, so uh, six minutes into a pad is two points each. All right, thanks, Richie. Two points each there between Dane's Fort and Clara and uh, Donamagan lead. Blacks and Whites 2-11 to 1-8 at half time in uh, their game down in, in the Steeg. 2-11 to uh, 1-8 was the halftime score between uh, Dunhamagan and Blacks and Whites and Dane's Fort and Clara were two points apiece early on in their game. Alright, uh, junior game that took place yesterday, the wine gap against the Emeralds. Wine gap, uh, very many people's uh, tip to win uh, the junior this year to be up there in the the business end anyway, having lost out last year and uh, they got the better of the Emeralds yesterday. Wine Gap 22 points, the Emeralds 16 points. The greater spread of scores uh, was the main difference between the two teams. Niall Walsh scoring nine points for the winners with five more teammates uh, chipping in with scores, particularly Jack Dial, who landed six points from play. The Emeralds had the stylish Dara Queely landing 11 points from freeze and play. Wine Gap led 10 points to eight, having played into the wind in the first half. But solid hurling from Killian Dial and Jerry Troy and Shane Norton kept the Emeralds in touch throughout the second half without them ever looking like winning the game. Wingap took a 14 points to 9 lead by the 35th minute. Jack Dial, Sean Purcell, Niall Walsh and Billy Power all on target for the winners after full forward JJ McLaughlin had landed the first point of the second half for the losers. From there to the finish it was mainly point for point with the Emeralds closing the gap to 2 points on the 45th minute but 3 points in a row in as many minutes from Wingap kept them uh, ahead. Wine Gap winning then 22 points to 16. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, back down to Bennett's Bridge. It's uh, Clara against Dane's Fort. Richie Power. Yeah, 14 minutes gone here, Pat, in Bennett's Bridge and it's uh, Clara, 5 pints. Dane's Fort, 4 pints. Um, just uh, when you left the last time, uh, <coughs> Liam Ryan uh, Clara hit a puffing pass for two or three minutes Liam Ryan hit, got, got a great point from play followed by David Langton left half back he hit a, a, a long range point from the from the, the, the far side of the field and then um, James Ford hit back with a great point from Darrell O'Neill number seven for James Ford he's playing left half back and Richie Hogan then came out to take a free Carl Carney had missed a couple of frees so Richie took on that uh, responsibility and he nailed one but uh, just before you came over to me, uh, Lean Ryan at, at number 12 for Clara got, um, got another point. So it's five points to four, Pat, here after, after what, 15 and 15 minutes. Okay, thanks Richie. Five points to four for Clara, and uh, it's uh, just coming up. Fifteen minutes of play gone in that, and uh, two eight to seven points. Uh, Kildare lead Clare in that intermediate uh, football game uh, in Croke Park. So that's the cue for Barry Henriquez and in the Steeg. flattery gets you along with. The second half is on. It's on about five minutes. Uh, the second half, uh, Johnson Patrick started the scoring. For Dunhamagan, they shot them. They were 211 to 1-8 at half time. They shot them into a 212 to 1-8 lead. But the, the shocked lads, they're not giving up. In 32 minutes, after two minutes of the second half, Martin Kelly got a great point for them. And a minute later, Jamie Byrne got another. And that left it 212 to 1-10. Uh, and that's only one goal and two points. And that's the man's language. And the shocked lads 
are putting it up to Dunhamagan and it's tough going and it's just as well you weren't over to meet 60 seconds before you actually came over because the vocabulary is absolutely blue around here in NSD has had 35 five minutes of play gone second half Dunhamagan 2.13 blacks and whites one goal and ten that's the way it is Pat in NSD back here in the studio keep on your headphones Barry and keep out <laughs> that blue language <laughs> <laughs> two, 2.13 to one ten then that's all it is. <laughs> Thanks, Barry. That's uh, 2.13 to one ten. then in favour of Dunham Magan as they, they take on the Blacks and Whites. Uh, Clara leading five points to four against uh, Danes Fort and uh, Dunham Magan 2.13 to one ten ahead against uh, the Blacks and Whites. Uh, Kildare leading Clare to eight to seven points in that intermediate uh, ladies football. And, excuse me, earlier today it was... Glenn Moore defeating uh, James Stevens on a scoreline of 218 to 23 points. Glenn Moore led all the way and uh, James Stevens levelled it up in the closing stages and uh, but Glenn Moore got the extra point then. I think Alan Murphy got that and he was the star of the show. He scored two five from play. Uh, whatever he got from freeze then is uh, I'd say another uh, few as well. So that's the way that one developed there earlier this morning. Okay, we're heading back to Bennis Bridge. It's uh, the Danes Fort against uh, Clara. Clara leading five four when we were last there. Richie Power. Yeah, 22 minutes gone here, Pat, in Bennett's Bridge, and it's uh, Clara, 7 pints, Danes, 4, 5 pints. We haven't a huge amount of score since you were with me last. Um, Clara, half-forward line, is probably causing Danes, 4, to, a, a lot of problems. Uh, number 10, Paul Cody, and, and particularly Liam Ryan at 12. They're playing very deep and uh, picking up a lot of a loose ball around the middle of the field, and, and Liam Ryan is after chipping in with three fantastic scores, and Paul, Paul Cody got the last one for, uh, for Clara there on the 17th minute now Richie Hogan is standing over a free pass uh, should, he should have nailed this one and he has nailed it so it's a, it's a one point game it's seven points to Clara uh, six points to Danes Ford Danes Ford are playing a lot better Paul, Paul Murphy is very commanding at centre back uh, the one thing that they probably uh, may regret at half time is they have seven or eight wide some of them very poor wide whereas Clara I think I just have two wide so you know, there's a difference there, but it's another free now for uh, James Ford, uh, just uh, just above me here, and uh, Richie Hogan is coming out to take it. So if he, it's a long, it's a good bit out, it's a good bit out. But if he gets this one, it's just in a couple of yards in up the sideline. If he gets this one, it'll be all square after 24 minutes. So if you want to stay with me, Pat. Yeah, we'll stay with you. And just to let you know, Kildare leading two eight to seven points in that intermediate uh, ladies football final. Now Richie's just bending over now. He's just ready to hit this. Yeah, no, no, it's gone wide again, Pat. It's gone wide again. It's uh, that's two, four, six, that's eight. I have down. I might have missed. I might have missed one, but they definitely have eight wides in, in this first half. Nice. Uh, so it could be costly. Could be costly. So look, at twenty-five minutes gone. It's uh, seven points to six. All right, thanks, uh, Richie. So Clara leading seven points to six. Are Dunhamagan still in control, Barry? Down in the steak. Oh, they are, Pat. They're leading by three goals and sixteen points. One goal at twelve. That's two goals and four points. But like, I don't know. Did you? Did I tell you when, that they got a third goal, Dunhamagan, uh, by John Fitzpatrick? Oh, it's, uh, by. Uh, uh, John Fitzpatrick. Oh no, sorry, it was uh, Sean Di- Dennis uh, Watch actually. He got a goal to 315 to 111. And, uh, but 
the blacks and whites had a couple of attacks and one of the attacks immediately after that Dunamaki goal they came up at this end of the other end of the field down end of the field and uh, they had an attack and would you believe it their foot forward actually had the ball I'd say if he stepped over the line it would have to be a goal uh, but he, from a yard out he took a blinding shot hit the goalkeeper with the ball he was sore after the goalkeeper but I tell you there was no goal scored but that's a kind of a, the form of good luck or bad luck that the blacks and whites are, are experiencing down here but Dunhamagan when they turn on the burners the after burners they, um, they really do look serious at half at uh, 45 minutes gone in this play it's Dunhamagan three goals and 16 points the Blacks and Whites have a goal and 12 I do say now the Blacks and Whites are Dunhamagan look the very very likeliest of winners back to you in the studio Pat Thanks Barry so uh, Dan Swalsh they're having a, a right game by my reckoning he had two goals scored there and it's 316 to 112 and uh, that's the uh, situation there OK um, no, oh, just to tell you that uh, the game between the Roaring and Stegan Aaron Zone that's in junior it's on in Callan this evening and it's on at half past six so it's on at half past six and um, so uh, that one coming up as well uh, just to let you know that uh, 3.30 Thomastown are taking on O'Loughlin Gales in uh, um, in Gordon and Shane Coogan is out there and uh, we also have uh, another 3.30 game Tulha Ross Birkin against St Lactons in Palmerstown crucial junior game that and we have full commentary on that from half past three as well all going well uh, right but you never know the gremlins can often hit us right what else have we to say that's it okay we'll um, result in the ladies all Ireland right. result in the ladies all Ireland junior football final uh, Limerick won uh, down 1-7 Limerick 8 points and uh, Kildare currently leading 2-9 to 8 points uh, there was a bit of a delay there due to an injury actually it's gone 2-10 to 8 points now and uh, Kildare look to be uh, in control of that one what's left in it is a countdown clock of course that means uh, there's 11 minutes left in that now we're off down to Bennett's Bridge it must be near half time Richie Power Richie Power yeah very close to it here now Pat it's uh uh, 30 minutes gone uh, into injury time it's 9 points to Cara uh, it's 6 to, to James Ford James Ford are after having another 2 two wide passes you were with me last and um, Cara got two, 2 very very good uh, Matt Kenny got a great score for uh, Cara off the half back line from a, from a free like, you know maybe the wind is not as, 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 as severe as I, I might have said at the start of the game but I, I thought it was nearly impossible to score but he, he nailed it and then straight away after that Chris Bulger uh, was fouled inside on the full forward line and he stood over the three and he made it nine points to six uh, the first half is still is still um, he hasn't blown the whistle yet and uh, Richie Hogan is on ball now he's after losing it and there's a little bit of a a bit of stock now to be <laughs> to be done here on the sideline pass uh, the referee he's, he's walking over I don't know no, he's given he's given a, a line ball to Clara, and uh, it's a free in now to James Four. Pat, if you stay with me, uh, he was right with uh, in that call. It was definitely a free in. The the, the Clara man just came straight down with a hurl. So, uh, thirty hot, just uh, nearly nearly thirty two minutes gone now, and Richie Holt is standing over this. So, if you stay with me, this would make it a nine points to seven if he can if he can nail this one. Uh, just before you did come over to me, he he drove a, a free wide from a, a little bit further out. But he seems to have the 
Yeah, he has nailed this, and there's the halftime whistle pass. So at halftime, it's nine points to seven in favour of Clara. Okay, thanks, Richie. We'll join you later in the second half. Uh, nine points to seven, and of course, uh, it's uh, the Clara in the lead there against James Fort. Three sixteen to one twelve. Donegal lead the Blacks and Whites. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, hotting up in Croke Park as uh, it is uh, Kildare 2-11, Clare 2-10. Clare getting two goals in the last couple of minutes and there's four and a half minutes left in that. And uh, okay, we go down to Innesteeg. It's uh, Donna against the Blacks and Whites. Yeah, but Pat, I think the last time you were with me it was 360 to 1-12. Uh, got a point for the Blacks and Whites that left it at one thirteen, but then success, unanswered point by Adam Fitzpatrick he's having a great game for Dunhamagan in the corner Peter Keneally leading the forward division wearing number 11 but he's all over the place he uh, beat the Dunhamagan lead 318 to 113 Niall Kennedy just before he came over to me there he got a go- he's good on the freeze but in all honesty when, when the Blacks and Whites let's go home they would ruin the chances that they've missed they had at least three clear go- clear cut goal chances and they, they they absolutely spurned all three they should have been a lot closer uh, than and than they are at the moment Joe Fitzpatrick got a point in 18 minutes Knight Kennedy answered that with a free in the 20th minute and at that stage when you come over to me it was 390 to 115 and it's now gone to 321 to 115 and there's 54 minutes of play gone Adam Fitzpatrick got two point, uh, got one point and uh, John Fitzpatrick got another so Fitzpatrick that made us 321 now to Dunhamagan, 115 for blacks and whites, 55 gone on the clock. Pass. There's only going to be one winner, as I anticipated earlier on. But uh, this, the fire has gone out with this game. There was a, 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 a semblance there, there was about a spell there just after half time when they really got stuck into one another. As I said, the language was blue and the action was vicious and tough and hard. There's no, there's no quarter after given. But since then, the, the heart has gone out with the game. They're just going out the time. Blacks and whites, as they're trying hard, referee blowing his whistle to the blacks and whites there. They're held up by about a swarm of Dunhamagamen whose defence is not great but that has to be their Achilles heel but their forwards are deadly when they start moving together and moving in co- with, with great cohesion and great awareness of one another but uh, at this moment there's 55 about 5 minutes left for play in this uh, game and Dunhamagamen are uh, 321 in front Blacks and Whites are 115 let me tell you have they got another score no, they haven't. It's gone to the left-hand side, but uh, it's still done a magnet. 321, Pat. Black and White are 115. 56 minutes gone on the clock and counting. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Barry. We'll be there for full time. So 321 to 115, uh, that's 30 points to 18, 12 points of a difference there. And uh, Clara lead 9 points to 6 against uh, Dane's Fort down in Venice Bridge. Okay, two eleven to two ten. It's uh, the uh, Kildare girls leading against uh, Clare, and uh, what? There's two minutes left on the countdown, and uh, Clare are on the attack, and uh, Kildare are defending stoutly and trying to hold on to the ball. So the countdown clock is on, and uh, a minute and forty seconds or so to go in that. Uh, so I think Kildare uh, have their hearts in their mouths. Uh, 
uh, any supporters there watching that. Uh, that's the, the situation there. Okay. Um, of course, coming up at half past three, we'll be heading out to uh, Palmerstown as Tulher Ross Birkin against St. Lactons, and we have commentary on that. Uh, Nicky Brennan will be out there, and uh, that is a crucial junior game. They'll be seen as two of the top junior teams uh, in the county, along with Wine Gap. Wine Gap winners yesterday, of course, against the uh, uh, Emeralds and another game on at 3.30 Thomastown against the Lachlan Gales that's in Gordon the Intermediate and Shane Coogan will be reporting on that for us uh, as well so uh, we'll be linking up with those in a little while also so uh, that's the, the, the story so far 50 seconds to go in that game in Croke Park as Kildare are in possession of the ball and uh, but they're in their own half and uh, they're trying to run down the clock and it's uh, I suppose if they can get it up the field, uh, the further away from their goal, the better, and uh, hold on to possession. I don't think there'll be any great attempt to, to get a score on this one as they're into the last 30 seconds and they've lost uh, they've lost uh, possession of it and Clare in possession now to try and work it up the field. Uh, with 19, 18 seconds to go, uh, Kildare just have to keep them out there if they're to win this by a point and I suppose there'll be a, a foul or two uh, committed as they're down to seven seconds six and uh, the countdown is probably on as uh, this free is about to be taken and uh, any sign of the hooter it's gone in uh, I suppose they'll let him take the free uh, really we'll see what will happen the referee has uh, to decide but the countdown clock has gone to zero zero so uh, it's last chance saloon now for Clare to see can they win out this if you're wondering about the game in um, Bennett's Bridge, nine points to six, uh, Clara leads. Clara playing against uh, the breeze, uh, whatever uh, breeze is there, uh, but kind of a crosswind and uh, getting the better in the first half. Uh, Dales Fort having what uh, I think was it eight wides in that or eight, nine wides in the first half. But that can be a factor when you're playing with the breeze, as we saw yesterday, particularly. Uh, with um, Greg Ballycallan against um, uh, against Bennett's Bridge. So anyway, this uh, Claire shooting for the point, and it's dropped short, and the game is over. She had to score direct, but uh, didn't happen. And Kildare have won that intermediate game in uh, very tense fashion, you'd say. They're in injury time down in Innesteeg and uh, Donna Magan were in control last we heard, and uh, they should be near the full time whistle. Barry Henriquez. Yep. Absolutely, Pat. 12, 319 to 115. John Fitzpatrick made it 320 to 115. And, at, at the, well, obviously, um, I'm staying a, st- in a statement of the obvious, like the blacks and whites looked resigned to the inevitable. What's going to happen? They're after slipping another point over the bar, which makes it uh, 323 uh, to 118. Or 117, it says in the scoreboard. I think it should be 118. But it's, it doesn't matter what it is. It's all over here in, in the stage. And uh, interesting game. Well, Blacks and Whites, it doesn't do them any kind of due credit here because I thought they were worth a little bit more than the 117 that they have on the scoreboard, 323. As I say, Dunham-Aggie got as much as they could. Uh, they missed nothing. Their, their forwards are very, very accurate indeed. And uh, But the Blacks and Whites, like, 
There's no doubt in the world about it. They, they spawned a few goal chances, even a penalty that drove it about 10 yards over the bar. You know what I mean? That kind of thing certainly wouldn't help their uh, uh, certainly wouldn't help their their, uh, their vision or their ambitions of doing something decent down here in the city. They're beaten them because Dunham-Elgin had the better forward and they used, them, they used the ball an awful lot better and the, and the out ball from their back line was at least one good element of their Dunham-Elgin team. The out ball from the back line was very, very good and they had the likes of John Fitzpatrick was quite he's immaculate I haven't added up his score yet but he's a big powerful man and uh, uh, Joe Fitzpatrick he was a big powerful man and he was winning an awful lot of ball he was going down onto his own half back and he'd bring it up and he scored about two goals and about five or six points that's a good take for any player but Dada Magan will relish this it's a good win for them and you know I know that the Blacks and Whites had led them uh, they were lined out without Crow Maloney they lined out without uh, Emmett Foley they lined out without Senan Doyle Senan Doyle came on the team later on in the game but you know Braxton Weiss can ill afford to do without any of their top players and uh, they paid a price today but you know they can lick their wounds and they can say we could have done an awful lot better could they have won? No no doubt in the world about it the winners were definitely the best team out there in, in a stake and the score was 3.23 and I think it was 1.17 1.18 the scoreboard says 1.17 but be that as it may interesting mediocre enough it fired five minutes after the second half for about five or six minutes which is fairly hectic and fairly tough but, uh, and I thought we were in for a good second half but it, that petered out because the inevitability certainly dawned on the blacks and whites men very early in that second half so the score, as I said, Pat, here in NSD is 321 to 117. The scoreboard says, I say 118, but it doesn't matter. The obvious thing here is that Dunhamagan won quite handsomely. Back to you in the studio, Pat. Thanks, Barry. So a win there for uh, Dunhamagan and a win for Kildare Lady Footballers uh, by a single point against Clare. That would stand uh, serious pressure there at the finish. And nine points to six, Clara led uh, Dales Ford at half time. We'll be checking in on that after the break. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Right, we're off to Bennett's Bridge and uh, it's Clara against Dane's Fort and Richie Power. Yeah, we're three minutes into the second half, uh, uh, and we have get it to you at half time, so it's nine points to six, so it's actually nine points to seven in favour of Clara. And uh, Dane's Fort started the second half, started very, very well, and... Uh, Got a free, got a free at the town side of the field, and she Hogan come out, and he he dropped it wide. And two minutes later, they, they got another one, and the brother Paddy came from the goal, which was a bit further out, and that one's wide. And and uh, you know they have another couple of wides raced up, uh, and just as you came to me, John Murphy now, who's um, he's causing a bit of trouble on the on the Clara full back line, and um, he he got a great point uh, to to it, make it uh, ten points to seven. Um, it's a good, good, lively game now. Good start to the second half, and like I said, the sport have started well, but they're, they're still hitting, they're still hitting the wise. You know, they're going in, they're going into double. I've eleven wise down for them, and like I said, I might have missed one or two, but they have a, they have a lot more wise than Clara, and they need to get their, they have a three and up. As you stay with me around the middle of the field, uh, Richie, Richie's coming out. I see Paddy, Paddy was moving from the goal, but Richie's actually coming to the ball now. 
So it's a good bit out. It's against the wind. So we'll see what will happen. Okay, ri- okay, Richie. And hopefully the other Richie puts it over the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, they're after raking up a good few wides, uh, Pat. Like you have three wides actually in the second half. And like we're only, what, five minutes into the second half. So. He needs, he needs to be getting this one out uh, to steady the ship a bit. It's 10 points to 7 uh, in favour of Clara. And Richie's just standing over this now. Uh, he strikes. It's gone wide. It's gone to the right again, Pat. That's four wide. It's, uh, it's just not happening for them in front of the goal at the moment. So, well, five minutes into the second half, Pat, it's 10 points to Clara, 7 points to James Ford. Okay, and you need to be getting the old scores when you get a bit of possession. Uh, that's the story there. Okay, and uh, we're going to head out to Palmerston now for the first time uh, because it's Tulliver Ross Birkin against St. Lactons and uh, Nicky Brennan and uh, Jerry Drennan. They'll give us the news, team news, and uh, what the venue has looked like and whether there's a win factor. Nicky? Yes, Pat. Well, I can, first thing I can confirm is that there is a win factor here, all right. It seems to have uh, just grown in the last five, a couple of minutes as well it wasn't too bad up to that but there is a there is a win factor trying to see actually it's kind of down from our down from the, the clubhouse end across to the uh, the entrance is where it generally is the two teams are out uh, warming up the last time I saw these two in action was a cracking under 21 game in uh, Freshford last year which actually went all the way to penalties so uh, we look forward to a good game here I'll give you the teams and then we'll get uh, some views from Jerry Jerry on uh, how he thinks this is going the Freshford team is in goal uh, Darden Brennan the full back line is Harry Bourke uh, Crave Tom Berrigan the captain and Shane Dawson the half back line is Lockton Kennedy is in for Mark Donnelly uh, number 6 is Brian Kennedy and uh, left half back is Benny Quinn centre of the field is Paul White and Parik Donnelly the half forward line is Alexander Rafter Patrick Killeen and Kahal Hickey in for Simon Rafter the full forward line Shane Donnelly at 13 Keen Dawson starts at 14 instead of Alan Rafter and Liam Hickey is in number 15 uh, James Marr is not here today he's on holiday so he they won't be able to call on uh, James Marr the Tuller Ross Berkman team is in goal Owen Kennedy the full back line is uh, Richie, Richie Gill full back is Donica O'Connor the vice captain left corner back is Sean Murray the half back line is number 5 Cahill Mooney starts instead of Jamie Ling centre back is Pat Hartley and left half back is Niall O'Shea Centre of the field is Coleman O'Sullivan, the captain, and Lar Murphy in for Stephen Lawler. The half-forward line is uh, Lars' brother, Marty Murphy, Keelah Donoghue, and David Walsh. And the full-forward line is uh, Conor Hennessy, Simon Kennedy, and Danny Glennon. No Walter Walsh starting for the Tullerher lads today. I was talking to him, he's about three weeks ago, that groin injury is uh, still giving him a bit of bother, so he reckons three weeks, but I think he's really gearing himself up for the start of the knockout phase of the championship, so the Tullerher will be looking to get up as far on the table as possible, and uh, at least the theory is the higher you're up, the easier the game you'll have at the start. So, Jerry, what do you think of this game here, and uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to it like myself. Yeah, really looking forward to this one, Nicky. Um, the first thing that strikes me, I suppose, you look at the panels on the programme there, St. Lactons with 42 players named. There's not many junior clubs can do that. Uh, Tullaher with 33 names on their programme. It's uh, This is a game, really, which will give us an indicator as to who will be 
in the final stages of the junior championship I expect these two teams to be there thereabouts um, Tullaher have some very good forwards uh, Keira Dunahoo Connor Hennessy and Danny Lennon inside I'm really looking forward to Coleman O'Sullivan who played minor for Kenny four years ago I'd like to see how he has developed uh, St. Lactans will be very disappointed with their finish to the intermediate campaign last year and I, I'm sure they'll be trying to get right back up there again another thing that strikes me is uh, both uh, clubs have a an awful lot of former players involved in their management. Uh, St. Lactans have Stephen Farrell, Bill Beckett and Robbie Dowling uh, involved along with Robbie O'Flynn there from uh, from Tullerone. While uh, the Tullerone boys have Martin Buchel who for years, uh, Richie Dollard and uh, Tom Murphy. All fellas who are homegrown and interested in their own parishes. So that's Junior Hurling for you. Uh, really looking forward to this one. There is a slight breeze. The referee is out in the field. It has turned a little bit dark but um, should be ready to go. It should be a real uh, humdinger. Yeah, the referee... Uh, the referee is uh, Kieran Canavan I think he's from uh, John Knox and Callan and uh, just uh, reflecting back to the match we were just at out in uh, Freshford uh, Jerry, uh, a very competitive match for a long time but uh, a couple of, uh, I suppose the Aaron Fogarty penalty uh, really was the one that uh, Johnson never recovered from that. Yeah definitely that penalty came at the right time for Liz Downey because Johnson had come back into the game and uh, when they won the penalty Fogarty had just come on and replaced uh, Andrew McAvoy, he slotted home and he went on to score four more points, three from freeze that was the turning of the game uh, they also as I mentioned earlier on had a great save by Aidan Tallis in the first half after just six minutes of play from uh, from Kieran Graham and uh, one other thing Michael Kenny's introduction after 11 minutes of play when Marty McAvoy picked up an injury Michael Kenny is a big strong man and he had a big influence on the game Kevin Sweeney and Niall Brennan they were the men who swung it and I suppose up front the, the, the fields uh, Conor Tobin got a pint Caulfield a pint Kieran Graham a pint three points from play from their six forwards probably wouldn't be good enough to win most games yeah, and very dependent on, uh, on Mark Webster although we, we gave him the commentator's course at one stage he looked a simple tap over and he, he uh, failed to rise it yeah, Mark played very well. I think he hit 10 points today, uh, maybe 9 frees. But uh, he, his shooting was excellent as it was against Bunkai last week. But they're a uh, small bit too dependent on Mark Webster. And if they're going to pick up points, they'll have to get more scores from their forward division. While Liz Downey have a, a good spread of scores and uh, their midfielders rode in with 4 points from play as well. Well, it's 2 wins on the trot now for uh, Liz Downey. It's 2 losses for Fenian. So if you're, uh, if you're continuing to win, there's a bit of pep in your step. If you're uh, 2 losses, you're obviously looking up, uh, you're looking up uh, at the people above yeah definitely but uh, I tell you one thing the Fenians uh, they have matches coming up against Conaghy Young Ireland and, and, and St Martins they will be hard to deal with no matter what team they play and they'll, they'll fight till, till, they, till they drop as they say Liz Downey they'll have to be one of the fancies for the intermediate grade this year and uh, if they keep going as they, they're going they'll be there thereabouts they have a lot of new young players involved this year Amy Phelan has brought in a good few new, young players and that's a good sign I suppose and uh, they're getting blooded very well today was a hard hitting physical match but uh, to win uh, after going through a match like that is a big plus yeah well look Pat uh, referee has uh, just uh, met the two captains and uh, tossed there so maybe we'll go back to you and it's throw, it'll throw in here in about uh, just under five minutes ok we go from Palmerston down to Menace Bridge Richie Power <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this game is uh, probably after turning in uh, Carl's favour a little bit, Pat. Uh, like I say, they forced after the second half very, very well, but just couldn't uh, couldn't get the shooting boots on, and uh, it, it took them till the eighth, uh, the eight minutes to get uh, a point a point from a Richie Hogan free. Now they're after um, number eight, number eight for James uh, uh, Four, Brian McDonald. He's just after putting one over there now, so that's that's bringing it to. Uh, 13 points to <clears throat> 13 points to 9 um, Clare in the third minute John Murphy causing a lot of problems for the the James Sports full back line 
he got on to the end of a move and he popped it over the bar. Chris Bulger followed that again uh, two minutes later with a good pint. But uh, the, the one man that's uh, winning an awful lot of ball for Clara is, uh, is Paul Doyle. And he got on to a breaking ball and he struck the butt of the post. Uh, it was a very, very good shot. Uh, Paddy Hogan did get to get, get across, but it came off the butt of the post. It came across the goal. And... Um, uh, Paul Dye just flicked it back out to John Murphy and he put it over the bar so uh, it's 13 points to 9 here Pat after uh, 13 minutes of the second half Thanks Richie Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Right, Donna Magan have beaten the Blacks and Whites 323 to 117 and uh, Clara Lee Danes for 13 points to 9 as they head through the three-quarter stage. We're going for live commentary out in Parmastown at Tullahar Ross Birkin against St. Lactons. We'll be joined Nicky Brennan and Jerry Drennan shortly. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. We join Nicky Brennan. Yes, Pat, and welcome to Parmesan here. This game is on about 30 seconds and it's the first wide of the game. A wide of the game from, uh, from uh, Brian Kennedy. Uh, Freshford playing in a white with a kind of a, a hoop that stripes down through. And as Jerry said, not very easy to see the numbers. And you can say that again because there's white numbers on a white jersey. So we might have some difficulty there, but we'll put names on, lads, Pat. We can't tell, tell you, but we're telling the truth all of the time. But uh, a good game here and it is uh, with Freshford moving out with the ball over on the far side of the field. It's broken down here by Conor Hennessy. He's uh, close line then there's going to be a free in there from the far side of the field uh, going to be very difficult to see these fresh for numbers Jerry. It is indeed I'm struggling already to be honest the jerseys are white the numbers are white or grey it's uh, almost impossible to see them to be honest Yeah yeah okay over on the far side of the field it's a free in for the uh, Tullerher men right over on the far sideline it's out about uh, 50 metres maybe on the far side of the field it's been taken by their number 11 Keane O'Donoghue normally very reliable uh, from Freeze is uh, Keane O'Donoghue we're in uh, just gone a minute here in the game in Palmerstown it's the JJ Cavanagh Sons Junior Hurling League Championship and the ball is sent in by Keane O'Donoghue looks like he has the radar has he? he sure has he puts that over the bar nice crisp striker there Jerry. yeah Keane is always very good at the Freeze and uh, he'll knock him over all day any chance he gets Good long puck ball out is here. out, yeah, pucked out here in front of us. Who's winning this ball here? Freshford trying to uh, to win this ball here. They can't get it. It is uh, it's with uh, say Tullher winning back in. It's uh, Brian Kendi. Brian Kendi switches it back into the corner here. Uh, Fresh uh, pushing the back there. It does look as a foul on the uh, Freshford player. It is the number 19. That's uh, Keen Dawson, I think, is the number 19. It's Carl uh, actually. Carl is pushed in the back, and it's a free-in. This should be a, a handy tap-over free for the Freshford guys to uh, level this match here. It's been taken by number uh, 15, Liam Hickey. I think it's Liam Hickey anyway, Jerry. Definitely is, yeah. Liam Hickey, great free-taker down the years. Yeah, Liam Hickey has been one of the uh, key marksmen for the Freshford Club over the last number of years and uh, it's good to see him back here again as I said no James Marr with Freshford no Walter Walsh with uh, Tullahar Osperkin two guys who have had a fair share of inter-county experience as Liam Hickey gets ready to take this free it's to the right of the post it's on the uh, just outside the 20 metre line he takes that and makes no mistake and puts it over the bar and uh, ties the game here in uh, Palmerstown 
It's one pint apiece, one pint to Tuller and one pint uh, to uh, Freshford. The ball is poked out now, a short puck out, it comes out to Donica O'Connor. Donica sends the ball down the field, broken in the air, who's going to get this? It should be a Freshford, a Freshford ball, moving with the ball up through the middle, that's going to be a free, no does not, says Kieran Canavan, he lets the, he lets the play go on, but Freshford Duke coming out with the ball, with uh, Quinton Berrigan sends the ball up here, up further, they have it lost again, well run back by Tuller, back to the centre back, that's uh, Pat Hartley, Pat Hartley shot, is half blocked, there's a tussle out around the middle of the field, they must say taken with two strong players here as uh, Tuller are moving down the field now it's with the number Danny Glennon Danny Glennon yes Danny Glennon that's right and Danny is the one of the up and coming young stars in uh, Kilkenny Hurland there'll be a lot expected of uh, Danny Glennon over the next couple of years and maybe we're uh, not fair putting so much pressure on young shoulders but there's big expectations he's had his uh, share of injuries but uh, now hopefully they're behind him as uh, Donica O'Connor gets ready to take this is uh, just inside the 65 metre line to the right of the post maybe halfway between the sideline and the centre of the field a nice day out here in uh, Freshford the wind has abated thankfully and uh, while there's a few clouds overhead we can at least see some blue sky here and on our left here obviously this huge big housing development that's taken place that's going to transform the western environs I suppose um, but the, the free is sent in and uh, it's uh, gone over the bar from Keno Donahue. Uh, good free uh, for Keno. That's the third uh, point of the game. And the third uh, free also. It puts Tuller into a uh, two points to one lead here. And we're gone about four minutes here in uh, Palmerstown. Getting ready to puck out the ball here is uh, Darren Brennan. Darren Brennan sends it out. And it's, uh, it is with uh, St. Lactans. It's... Uh, yeah, Benny Quinn sends that ball down the field. It's now, it should be a freshford ball, but uh, the Tuller there in numbers. They have the ball here. They're coming out with the left half far back. Niall O'Shea, Niall O'Shea loses the ball. It comes to Pat Hartley. Pat Hartley back uh, to Niall O'Shea. Niall O'Shea sends it long down here on this side of the field. Up they go for his Brian Kennedy. He read that ball very well. He's our great reader of the game. Over to the far side of the field where it's with a colleague. It's uh, But they loses the ball here. It is now with um, Marty Murphy. Mar- Marty Murphy, a good Kilkenny minor to the years. A good tackle inside there on down. Danny Glennon um, by uh, St. Lactus defender so it's going to be uh, let's see that it's going in for a Tuller ball going in for a Tuller ball that's a, a damn nuisance Jerry the numbers that is was Lacton Lacton Kennedy, Kennedy yeah. started the game okay lads we're going to head down to Bennis Bridge it's uh, Clara against uh, Danes Fort Richie Power yeah just for 20, 22 or 23 minutes gone the second half half here and it's 19 points to Clara and it's 12 points to Danes Fort uh, when you were with me last, Clara had uh, moved into a five-point lead, but in fairness to James Fort, they, they nailed the next three scores through Stephen Doheny, Richie Hogan, two frees, and, uh, and Robbie Welsh uh, uh, chipped in with one. But the last the last uh, six scores have fallen to uh, to Clara. Matt Kennedy from uh, uh, right half-back got a tremendous point from a long, long way out, and that was followed by Paul Cody with a point, John Murphy with a point. Paul Cody again Paul Cody is causing huge problems for Dane Sport on the half hour line and then um, the Mark O'Connell got one in the 21st minute so it's uh, 19 points to 12 pass here with roughly maybe you know with injury time and everything roughly 10 minutes to go Alright so it uh, looks as if Clara taking a grip of that we're heading back to Palmerstown No Shane Donnelly was fouled Yeah Shane Donnelly was fouled there again we're trying to make out numbers and uh, there's going to be a free in there which uh, Liam Hickey uh, we'll surely pop over and uh, try and take again. It's uh, still two points to one in favour of the Tullaher men, but this one should tie up the match. Liam Hickey, usually very reliable uh, from freeze. Referee Kieran Canavan and the linesman. 
telling him where to take the free from. It's over near the sideline, but it shouldn't be too difficult for a right-sided free taker. Lovely day out here in Palmerston as uh, the Junior Championship last week. Freshford had a good win over Clunin, while Tuller had an equally impressive win over Kilmacow. As Jerry said, two of the uh, strong contenders for Junior Championship honours this year in Kilkenny, both not too long ago but in the intermediate grade, of course. As Liam Hickey takes that, and he makes no mistake and puts it over the bar. He's a good free taker, Jerry. Uh, Liam Hickey's very good, yeah. He almost brought the Freshford through in the intermediate relegation final last year. He was really, really, really good. Um, always has been. And uh, Shane Donnelly there working hard. Brian Kendi is really sticking out for me at the moment. He's had about four clearances and he's uh, mopping up ball for the Freshford halfback line. Yes, we're gone about seven minutes in the game here in uh, Palmerstown as Freshford win the ball here. Benny Quinn sends that ball up to this side of the field. Tuller though breaking out in defence quickly. Just a little bit casual on the part of, uh, of Freshford there, but it is uh, with Pat Harty. Pat Harty's strong on the ball. He's given some amount of service. Uh, to the uh, Tuller lads Tuller moving with the ball I think that could be opted in his hand he was he was within he was within two minds about passing the ball and uh, Kieran Kahneman says he opted in his hands not 100% sure but he was indecisive with the pass it was uh, the number 20 Lar Murphy who's been blown for that free what did you think of that Jerry? I think the ref was a bit blindsided he went to go and uh, pass it but he changed his mind but he didn't actually leave the ball the ball didn't leave his hand but uh, nevertheless it's a free against him now and uh, Hickey will, uh, it's what, 55 metres out. Yeah, well within his scoring compass here in uh, Palmerston here today, Freshford in their white and uh, black tops and referee Kieran Kahneman is clearly not happy with some of the things that are said. He's brought it up a good 20 metres, just making it a lot easier for Liam Hickey to pop the ball over the bar. Yeah, I think Pat Hartley said something to the referee there and he didn't like it, so that's <laughs> no Yeah, well, it's now going to be punished probably going to be punished anyway but this is even making it a, a lot easier for Liam Hickey to put this one over the bar this will uh, put Freshford into the lead for the first time in the match if they get this point we're going to write it down let's yeah, yeah I think we uh, no doubt about it he puts it over the bar does Liam Hickey and the uh, St. Lacton's lads they go into the lead and uh, we're gone about uh, nine minutes here in uh, Palmerstown as they get ready to put out the ball. It's Owen Kennedy in the Tuller goal. Pucks this ball over to the far side of the field. Up they go for it. And again, it's uh, Benny Quinn. Benny Quinn and Brad Brian Kennedy playing dominant roles here in the uh, half-back line for Freshford. Freshford are still on the ball here now. It's with... Uh, Keen Dawson there. A bit of it. Keen Dawson in the middle of it. A bit of a shamozzle here in front of it. But it should be... Uh, Liam Hickey with that ball sends it in high. Don't think he has he got it. Yes. He has a great point by Liam Hickey under pressure. Good way, good point there for Freshford. They, they probably told her should have cleared that ball. Yeah, I told her a bit hesitant there. Liam Hickey popped in. Keen Dawson kicked it out to him and Hickey popped it over from the right wing. Very, very neat point. First point from play after 10 minutes. That's true, but right, the ball is popped down and to our left here. Up they go for it. It goes off a taller hand and that will be a, should be a St. Acton's ball. It is. It's not, it's a taller ball. ball. I thought actually it went off of a St. Actor. Uh Okay, lads, we're heading off out to Gordon. It's Thomastown against the Lachlan Gales. Shane Coogan. Well, Pass, um, eight minutes gone here. Uh, Thomastown, four points. Lachlan's one, two. Um, game started. First score of the game was a goal for a Lachlan's just after about a minute. Ball went into the square. Um, Gary Kelly, the full forward, big full forward for a Lachlan's, just ran out of break and put the ball into the net for the first score. So is it. Seven, eight, nine minutes gone. It's one, two to Lachlan's, uh, four points to Palmerstown. Okay, thanks, Shane. Uh, back to Palmerstown. Yes, and just as you come to Palmerstown, uh, Alex, Alex Rafter has just uh, sent the ball wide there. Might have been, uh, might have sent it in uh, a little bit lower. It probably would have worked better for them. 
probably a bit of a breeze I'd say if Tuller maybe had the slight uh, had the slight breeze here it's not very dominant it must be said but the freshman half-back line is playing well at this uh, point in time it comes back again just taking a bit too long they nearly got caught but it comes straight to a Tuller player who loses the ball freshman building up a little bit of attack now it goes up uh, through the centre to Paddy Killeen Paddy Killeen is looking up he's just he's, uh, he sends the ball in it's a one-handed shot but it should be a point for freshman lens it does it's over the bar and oh it's wide it's wide that's a bit of a and they'll be disappointed with that one Jerry. yeah wide Cahill Hickey it should have been over the bar Paddy Killeen set him up for a good point Tuller hitting uh, some very quick puck outs there sharp puck out now and again in sh- uh, Connor Hennessy's on the ball ok lads uh, coming into the closing stages in Bennett's Bridge Clara were in control last time we were there Richie Power yeah it's very much the same uh, story here Pat it's uh, 28 minutes gone in the second half it's 22 points to Clara uh, James Ford 12 points very impressive second half from Clara particularly up front you know out of, out of uh, the third and nine points at half time they have 13 points got in the second half and every one of them points Pat have been scored from play bar one uh, number 35 came on for uh, Clara Derek Lane and he got a free there a couple of minutes ago but all the rest of them have come from play uh, Chris Bulger after chipping in with two um, Martin O'Connell at number 11 he, he he got a good point Paul Cody chipped in with a couple John Murphy have chipped in with a, cu- a couple and Matt Kenny got one from the half-back line uh, an impressive second half from uh, from uh, Clara but I, I, I have to say uh uh, James Fort left their shooting boots at home uh, to, uh, this morning Pat, because I make it they had 9 or 10 wides the first half and they have 7 in the second half so you cannot afford to have that amount of wides in senior hurling in, in, in Kenny uh, Clara have got a point out for play now I think the number 18 Pat, uh, that, uh, that has scored it for him and that would be uh, Dan Dowlett so it, with a couple of minutes left it's uh, 22 points to 13 Okay, Richie. Uh, looks like uh, Clara's day there. Heading back to Parmestown, Nicky Brennan. And just as you come to us, Pat Tuller have just pointed a free there from Keen O'Donnell. Their third point, his third point, all from freeze. And uh, we're now gone about uh, 13 minutes here in the game in Palmerstown. So Tuller have yet to score from play and they'll be disappointed. Do they have a chance here now? Uh, not. This one is going to go wide. A chance there from Marty Murphy. And I suppose after... Um, what have we gone uh, 13, 14 minutes Jerry no score from play that Tuller will be disappointed they'll have to be disappointed yeah they're winning a couple of frees alright fresher they're tackling hard in defence they have a chance here now for Clare Murphy from yeah. centre field and there absolutely is. there he's over the bar Clare Murphy who started the game he puts that over the bar and a, a point that they badly needed maybe just to uh, they were getting a lot of the ball but putting it not putting it anywhere and it's four points apiece here in uh, Palmerstown and we're gone in this game we're gone in almost 14 minutes in the game as the ball is poked out here straight down in front of us on our uh, right side brilliantly caught in the air there by Paddy Killeen Paddy Killeen uh, lays it off to um, Keen Dawson Keen Dawson his shot is blocked Tuller up in the corner here now not easily see it we'll let them come out with the ball it's still not uh, cleared there is going to be a clearance here now it is sent down right here in front of us with Conor Hennessy Conor Hennessy gets that ball he has space to pass and he sends it back uh, to his colleague that is Pat Hartley Pat Hartley sends it low and it comes Larry Murphy had the ball switched across by Keena Donoghue Keena Donoghue back to Conor Hennessy Conor Hennessy and then a nice low ball but it just to um, this goes to uh, Marty Murphy Marty Murphy switched the ball into the corner running well is um, it's it's Conor Hennessy Conor Hennessy goes down on the ball but good play uh, by Benny Quinn on the far side so we know Benny because he's wearing the red helmet so we know that one is right and uh, Benny sends that ball up to this side of the field it comes up uh, Freshford trying to uh, get out of the tackle there being fouled and it's going to be a free uh, for the Freshford men a bit of holding there so nice little passage of play there a little bit of better movement than we've seen uh, since the start of the match 
good play by Conor Hazy there covered an awful lot of ground to push that ball into the corner well this is one of the tactics in Hurling now Darren Brennan is out around the middle of the field he's got that free well he got the radar he hasn't got the radar too well up they go for it in the air her hand gets the ball no it doesn't it's down with a Freshford player at the moment switches it across the goal Freshford trying to uh, get hold of it here now there's not much space here uh, and it's back out again but it should be uh, it should be with uh, St. Lactus with their uh, number 8 that's Paul White Paul White sends that ball in and he sends it over the bar a very good score by Paul White well read and uh, well put away Jerry. yeah very good play um, just Keane Dawson knocked it back out to him Paul White was ready for it just slipped in inside his man hit it off, off his left hand side and over the bar that makes it five points to four in favour of uh, St. Lactons. Pat will be calling in the uh, in the, some of the other matches now that are getting close to uh, uh, completion there. Well, certainly the one out in uh, Bennisbridge, it does look as if Clara have that one in the bag at this stage. Lane's Fort left their shooting boots behind them this morning, it would appear. And... Uh, that's uh, two losses for Dane's fourth that they won't be too happy about that but Freshford are on the attack again a long ball here it's not going to be uh, will it go wide it is gone wide yes that is um, uh, St. Lacton's third wide I think and uh, your quick puck out has gone awry went out to Patrick Killeen and he just popped it over the bar Jerry, when you do these short puck outs you do take risks yeah I said it earlier on Tuller were concentrated a lot in the short puck outs I'm afraid uh, you have to be very good at junior level for them to work all the time Paddy Killeen was alert there stuck it right back over the bar from 40 metres out Goalie Tuller is going with length this time and he lobs it back down into the full back line yeah absolutely and it's going to be a free out though at the other end of the field you do take risks when you hit those uh, short puck outs and Paddy Killeen was, the, was fully alert to the error on the Tuller side and put the ball straight back over the bar. It's now six points to four in favour of uh, St. Lactons here in uh, a nice sunny Palmerston with a nice crowd around the venue, Derry. A decent crowd here. There is indeed yeah, a lovely crowd as there is at all the matches. Big crowd in Freshford this morning as well. Yeah, this is the who has it? Tuller have this ball here. It's now uh, with uh, Marty Murphy. Marty Murphy sends the ball into the corner. Danny Glennon. Danny Glennon looks up. Will he? Will he be satisfied with a point? He does. He puts the ball over the bar. Good score by Danny Glennon. Nice bit of work there uh, from uh, Marty Murphy to Danny Glennon, and he puts the ball over the bar. Fresh for full back line were caught napping that time. Danny Glennon had loads of time to look around and see yeah, over the bar. You can't leave someone like that so as free as that, can you? No, fresh for going short now. This time. Okay, lads, uh, we're going to head off out to Gordon, and it's Thomastown against O'Loughlin's Shane Coogan. Right, 16 minutes gone here past uh, Loughlin's 1 3, Thomastown 8 points. Thomastown, after taking over in the last couple of minutes there, in the last three or four minutes, after getting three or four scores from John Donnelly, Zach Bay Hammond, and a score there lately just from Robbie Donnelly. So, um, 8 points to 1 3. Um, they're playing. They're playing with a kind of a sweeper. Thomastown. They're playing with two lads up front, and Jack Holden and Robbie Donnelly are causing a few problems up front when the ball comes into them. But um, Thomastown on the attack again here at the moment. Um, they look the better team after settling into it a bit better now than Lachlan's. As I said, Lachlan's got an opportunist goal starting off. But look. Long way to go. So, as I said, it's eight points, Thomastown, Lachlan's 1 3. Okay, and earlier in the day, Dunhamagan beast Blacks and Whites 323 to 117, and the full time scoreline, uh, Clara 23 points, Dane's 4 13 points. Back to Palmerstown at St. Lacton's against Tullahar Ross Birkin. 
Yeah, and here in Palmerstown it is uh, St. Lactans who lead by six points to five. 17 minutes gone in the game. Uh, the uh, foot, ladies' football finals in Croke Park Pat will g- give you the updates on that, but it was uh, a victory for uh, Down in the junior game earlier this morning, and uh, Kildare have just edged out Clare by 2.11 to 2.10 after Clare had made a very poor start. Still waiting here now for some attention for player. Oh, the free is going to be taken out. Well, oh, I think the referee might be going to blow up Pat Hartley for that. He thought somebody had blown a whistle and uh, I'm not sure what the referee Kieran Canavan is going to do he possibly is going to uh, hop the ball what happened there Jerry? bit of indecision I don't know the ref didn't seem to have the whistle blown and now he, Pat Hartley was taking the free and then he just hesitated hopped it and he's hurling instead the ref is running back down to the where the free was meant to be it looks like he's going to throw it in yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what he's going to do. It's going to be a hot ball here as the players uh, tussle for the ball. That'll have to be seen as a, a bit of a loss there because there's going to be a free here for Freshford. No, the referee leaves play on. He probably should have. There's a bit of high tackle there, but Tuller have the ball under control. They're bringing it out, but just that little bit careless. They've lost possession now, and it is the Freshford lads who are back on the ball. They're going to get a free now for holding, and uh, that's precisely what's going to happen. It's number 21 for Freshford. Uh, was fouled. That's Keen Dawson. He was fouled, and there's going to be a free in for Liam Hickey, and referee Kieran Canavan is having a word with Pat Hartley I think Pat just might have spoken uh, out of turn there and uh, he just needs to be careful he didn't get a card but it's uh, the second time I think the ref has had had words with Pat so he needs to be careful Liam Hickey getting ready to put this one over the bar it should be a pretty handy enough tap over for him but I'm disappointed with the game though Jerry. it hasn't really got to life come to life at all it sure hasn't no, a lot of the scores have been for freeze early on. A couple from play there now, but um, the standard of hurling is a bit stop-start at the minute, I suppose, and uh, we'll be looking forward to a better flow as the game goes ahead. It's 20 minutes gone. It is St. Lactans who lead by six points to five. Liam Hickey getting ready to uh, maybe extend that lead to seven points to five here in uh, Palmerstown. As Hickey gets ready, sends it straight in and sends it straight over the bar, no doubt about it. Uh, he is an excellent uh, free taker. So the Freshford men lead seven points to five as we enter the last 10 minutes of the uh, first half. And getting ready to puck out the ball is Owen Kennedy. Owen Kennedy sends the ball down the field. Up they go for it in the air. Brian Kennedy doesn't quite get it. But somehow or another, he's back on the ball again. He's been the dominant player, really in uh, the pitch here today the ball is uh, Fred Tuller win back the ball here with their number 12 David Walsh sends the ball across the field again it is Benny Quinn Benny Quinn is kind of playing a sweeper role and then a very effective in it as well backs and forwards go for that ball the coming at pace is Sean Murray the uh, Tuller left left cornerback he sends the ball down now to the number uh, 22 that is uh, Cahill Moon he started at ring back who's going to get this ball it is the freshman man that buys again back it goes from um, Brian Kendi to Darren Brennan Darren Brennan back to Brian Kendi little hit for Tats up sometimes it works Brian Kendi has a little bit of space to work up the field now and he's going to send it up into the left hand uh, corner of the field it's a ball that Freshford lads might get but is it gone over the line it's very close to the line it is gone over the line and the lineman indicates that it's a Freshford ball don't know who put it out but it doesn't matter now it's going to be a Freshford ball up here on our right up near the uh, Dixborough clubhouse end it's seven points to five in favour of Freshford this game has not really come to life at all it's been quite it's been quite um, Unexciting is the best way of putting it with most of the scores coming from uh, place balls on both teams. Referee Kieran Canavan looking at his watch. A line ball for, for the Freshford lads. is taken by Paddy Killeen sent us race across the goal there's a chance Tuller should have this ball here it's coming out now by Cahill Mooney Cahill Mooney high tackle around the head the referee blows the whistle and is going to give a free out hasn't that become such a prevalent free now in uh, in, in hurling in particular the, the high tackle around the neck Jerry? 
Absolutely, it has. Yeah, I'll even go so far as to say some players actually play for the for the free in that case. But uh, I suppose Cahal Modi's a small player there, and he was tackled by a bigger man, and uh, that's how it, it occurs a lot of times. Well, Freshford half back line in, in the in play again, and it is Benny Crin sends a low ball here up to Beam uh, Hickey. I think it is. He sends yep. the ball in uh, in a bit. Now it goes in high up. They go for it in the air, backs and forwards. It's a chance for uh, the Freshford men here now. The ball is switched in. It's switched into uh, Paddy Killeen. Paddy Killeen sends the ball low. Brilliant save by the Tuller goalkeeper Owen Kennedy. He really pulled that one out. We'll talk to Jerry about that in a moment. Let's see what happened. Tuller are going to clear the ball. That was a brilliant save. Super save. Super move by Freshford too. Shane Donnelly caught the ball. It came in, passed it to Killeen. Killeen had a shot off his left looked to be heading for the net but Owen Kennedy brought off a great save absolutely and it's a point for Toller didn't see who got that one that was Marty Murphy Marty Murphy good point there by uh, Marty Murphy but a truly brilliant save uh, by the Owen Kennedy in the Toller goal and that was from uh, Paddy Killeen so that makes it um, there's a wide by Killeen there now yeah, that's a disappointing from their point of view. Freshford were leading seven points to five. It's now seven points to six as we're heading into the last uh, six or seven minutes of this game here in at Palmerstown. Again, a bit of a tussle here. No clear one person coming out with the ball. Players are on top of the ball. Will the referee be forced to hop it? It's not as Freshford is coming away with the ball again. And... Uh, not sure who that Freshford player is. Again, it's going to no, it's no free, you have to say. Could have been a free. The ref has been a little bit lenient there with some of the tackles and the Freshford player that's on the ground is actually staying down. And uh, Freshford now trying to win back the ball here. But Tuller, they had their dairy numbers and they are going to win that ball here. Now this is going to be a long delivery down to this side of the field. Freshford uh, with the ball there with the, their... Tuller have this ball here now. It's his, uh, with their number 10... Connor Hennessy. Connor Hennessy it is, yeah, Connor Hennessy. And uh, there's a Freshford player down on the ground over on the far side of the field. Freshford will be probably feel they should have had a free for that uh, particular incident, but I don't know what which player it is now, to be honest about it. OK, lads, we're heading off to Gordon again. It's uh, Thomastown against uh, O'Loughlin Gales. Shane Coogan. Right, Pat. Uh, 23 minutes gone here. Um, Thomastown 11 points, O'Loughlin's 1-4. Uh, as I said to you there the last time when I was talking Thomas Town were in control they're picking off a lot of scores a lot easier um, Lachlan's their last score was on 11 the, la- the, the second last score was on 11 minutes and they're after scoring a point from a free there now in the last minute there so like they're after giving 10 minutes there without getting a score as I said Thomas Town were in domination um, there was a great score there from their midfielder Brian Staunton he got the ball never even caught it off the hurl straight over the bar from about 60 yards great score but as I said, Thomastown looked the livelier team at the moment anyway, Pat. So it's uh, 11 points to 1-4. 11 points to 1-4 and uh, coming up to five minutes before half-time. Five minutes before half-time. Well, Lachlan's have a free here now, 40 yards. Okay. Should be another score, so it should make it 11 points to 1-5. Right. Um, Sean Bulger taking the freeze for Lachlan's. Okay, all right, uh, thanks Shane. So uh, looks like 11 points to 1-5 there as they come up towards half-time back to Parmistown. And when you come back to Palmerston Pat, there's two players lying on the ground. The Tuller man is getting up now. There's a good distance between the two of them. The Freshford player on the far side of the field haven't made out who he is yet. He looks to be in a spot of butter, Jerry. Yeah, he hasn't got up since that uh, tackle. And while they were attending to him, uh, Shamozel broke out over this side of the field. The ref has gone into these umpires. Cahal Mooney ended up on the ground. I think Pat Hartley was central to it as well. And uh, there were at least three Freshford men in there. So he's having a good chat with the umpires and... Uh, 
Yeah. There's, a, there's a Callum committee meeting taking place here behind the goal in our right. Uh, referee Kieran Canavan may very well have to uh, admonish uh, somebody on the fresh for team, I think, for uh, maybe throwing Cahill Mooney to the ground. We let him decide who it is. Uh, we saw it all right, but we leave that to the referee to sort out. He is uh, going to have a word with uh, somebody, all right. And uh, it looks like Paddy Killeen might be uh, saying hello to a yellow card here. And uh, number Pat Hartley has also been spoken to, so there might be a, a brace of yellow cards here. While the Freshford player on the far side of the field is no still cards. Uh, no cards at all. No, <laughs> I'm not sure why he bothered going into uh, the umpires then when there was no cards. It was a, I think it was a fairly obvious case of Brandon a brace of cards and let him get on with it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The Freshford player is injured now. He's gone yeah, off he's field. badly injured and yeah. has gone off uh, the far side of the field. Not sure who it is. We'll find out later on and we'll just carry on with the game. As I said, apologies to the listeners that numbers on the fresh for jerseys are awful. There's They're so white. There now. It looks like Mark Donnelly. Uh, yeah, Mark was due to start at yeah. number five. The fresh for jerseys are, uh, most of them is white in colour with white numbers on the back yeah. of them. So try and understand that if you're a, a commentator's course and nightmare and all the rest of it thrown in as the referee uh, waiting to see what's That's going definitely to Mark Donnelly has come on. Okay, Mark Donnelly is on. He was due to start at number five. Locked in Kennedy started in seven. So there's one of the Freshford players gone off. We are not sure yet, but we'll, uh, we won't worry about that at this stage as they uh, get ready for it. It's, a, it's going to be a free-in for the uh, Tuller lads. That all happened on our left down here and getting ready to take this is Keen O'Donoghue who is just outside the 20 metres and maybe 30 metres out from the uh, Freshford goal a chance here to tie up the match here in Palmerston there'll be quite a bit of uh, injury time as there was in Freshford earlier the game in Freshford was a very stop start a huge amount of injury time Keen O'Donoghue takes that and he again yeah, goes over. over the bar yeah good score it just takes the uh, the umpires a little bit of uh, time to decide but it goes over the bar and it ties up the game here at uh, seven points apiece in in Palmerstown as the ball is poked out on the far side of the field it's uh, with uh, Paddy Killeen over on the far side of the field he's trying to break through the middle strong player he sends the ball across but they still have it it is a chance for the Freshford lads to uh, I think that one might be wide somehow or another it is another wide for uh, Liam Hickey Liam Hickey sends that one wide over on the far side a bad wide for Freshford the game has just uh, lost momentum there for a period certainly with those stoppages and those injuries as the ball is pucked out again Tuller persisting with the short puck out it is uh, the cutting down the field by Sean Murray but it is uh, St Lacton's oh that was a high injury there I think and uh, that now could have been a, another card as well a, a tackle into, that was that was actually quite dangerous actually yeah Kelly. that was a high tackle yeah on, on um, number two there on Shane Dawson I think it was but uh, yeah high tackle no need for it very dangerous Darren Brennan with the free out is free out from about 30 metres out from the uh, Freshford goal we're heading towards the uh, half time it's about a minute to go to half time on, on the clock but there's going to be quite a number of minutes as the ball is with Pat uh, Pat Hartley sends that ball out the field and it's with Conor Hensley Conor Hensley does a dummy and that taps the ball on the ground sends it across to this side of the field to Keane O'Donoghue turns on his right and uh, will he send that in not sure he's got the radar he didn't have the radar that'll go down as a miss Jerry. Yeah, definitely. That was a chance for Keane. He'd normally put them over. Great play there at fullback by Donough O'Connor. He's doing very well. He brought the ball out to midfield there and knocked it out to, to O'Donoghue. 
Getting ready to pick out the ball here now is uh, Darren Brennan. Darren Brennan sends a low trajectory over to the far side of the field. Up they go for it in the air. It is going to be with uh, Tuller. It's with Cahill. Uh, Cahill Mooney sends the ball across the field, but it's with Waste. It's gone to a Freshford player who's tackled. The referee says nothing wrong with that tackle as Freshford get the ball up on this side of the field. Coming to it is Tuller. Brilliantly cut out there by Sean Murray. Sean Murray sends it down to this side of the field. Up they go for it in the air. Dropped by the Tuller number 14, Simon Kendi. Simon Kendi gets it back. And uh, nice bit of play. It's back to Connor Hensey. Connor Hensey has a chance. He's going to run at the Freshford player. He's going to send a shot. He sends it in and he sends it over the bar. A lovely shot there by Conor Hennessy. You don't give a player of that uh, calibre too much space to Jerry. No, no, it was a great uh, clearance by, uh, was it Niall O'Shea there out of the backs and uh, Hennessy will punish you if he gets a chance. One or two of the fresher backs caught napping there that time too. He had loads of time on the ball. Yeah. OK, heading back to Gordon and uh, Shane Coogan, Thomastown and Lachlan Gales. Night pass just coming up. About a minute or so to go now before half time and Thomas Down are still in front, thirteen points to one six. Uh at the moment with a free now about forty yards. Uh Robbie Donnelly going to take and I presume going to score. And no, wide, he puts it wide. Um yeah, look, Thomas Town are in control pass. Um they have a wide range of scores from a good few different lads from John Donnelly, Zach Baham and Brian Staunton, Jack Holden, Robbie Donnelly from freeze and from play and uh, Rory Canill and the half-back line. So they're getting a, a good range of scores all around the field, but they're playing, they're playing this sweeper, sweeper kind of a lad, and Eddie Donnelly is sweeper, and he's, he's dictating the game. He's able to place balls to wherever he wants to place them. So look, they're on the attack here at the moment again. Yeah, number, t- number 10, Luke Canill. That's all the forwards now after scoring for Thomas Town. So, as I said, it's just half-time. Thomas Town, 14 points. Or 1-6. Okay, thanks, uh, Shane. Uh, Dublin, after starting well in this uh, All Ireland Ladies football final, two points to no score after about a minute and a half uh, play, and uh, they're going for another one as we speak. But that drops short. Back to Palmerstown. Yes, and as you come back to us, Conor Conor Hennessy had put uh, Tuller ahead, but back here come Freshford, and it's now all square again. A point for the Freshford lads. Who got that one, Jerry? Looks like Liam Hickey, Hickey I think, got it from Hickey, a yeah. pass from Paddy Killeen. It was a good pass by Killeen. Very risky clearance there by a Freshford defender a moment ago. Sent the ball back to Darden Brennan. Absolutely. It was nearly going to be it an could OG. Have slipped in for an OG, yes. It was Chris Albert. Enough for Freshford. Oh, brilliantly cut out uh, by the uh, Tuller defence. Uh, good play by Duller. It did look dangerous, but they sent down the field and it's with the uh, number the number four, I think it is, uh, to send it out. Uh, Sean Murray, Sean Murray back there trying to get the ball. Oh, danger here now, big danger here. Oh, oh. it hit the post, mid double again, hits again. Pressure under, big pressure here, and though it's still hanging around the square, but Darren Brennan gets the ball out. He probably. Now Freshford are back on the field again it's with uh, Brian Kendi a bit of a let off there for the Freshford lads as referee Kieran Canavan uh, blows the half time whistle they were a bit lucky there Jerry. Uh, Freshford very lucky there doing a, a bit, a bit uh, too much in the full back line messing around with the ball Marty Murphy was almost in for a goal it just hit off the butt of the goal post um, if Freshford uh, persists with that sort of play uh, Tuller will get, will, get, will get a goal eventually. Yeah because that example I gave a moment ago when the ball was sent across the goal to Darden Brendan it actually went over his head yeah. and uh, if any Tuller forward was inside it was a simple enough job to tap home 
Absolutely, same players involved, so they, they probably get a bit of a telling off from, from uh, their management at halftime. They need to be a bit more uh, sure around the goal. Well, it's eight points apiece here, Pat, in Palmerstown. This game really has to fire yet, and we'd expect a better second half. It's been a little bit stop start, uh, but serious injury to one of the freshman players. We're not sure who it is yet, but it's, uh, it's eight points apiece. A lot of the scores have come from freeze as well, but it opened up a couple of times. Let's hope we see a lot more of that in the second half. For now, back to you in the studio. Okay, uh, thanks lads. Eight points apiece there, and uh, Thomastown leading 14 points to 1 6 at half time against the Lachlan Gales. Uh, win for uh, Clara over Dance 4 23 points to 13, uh, while uh, Dunhamagan got the better of Blacks and Whites 323 to 117. Those are your score lines up to date uh, so far today. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, it's uh, coming up to 10 minutes past four and uh, Dublin League carry four points to one. Ten minutes gone in that game in Croke Park, the Ladies Football All-Ireland final. Now, uh, score lines uh, we have so far at half time. It's Thomastown leading O'Loughlin Gales, 14 points to 1-7. And St. Lactans and Tullaharoth's Birkin are level. That's in the junior championship at eight points apiece. And win earlier in the day in intermediate for Dunhamagan, 323 to Blacks and Whites, 117. And also a win for Clara over Danes, 423 points to 13. While uh, down in Thomastown, um, it was. 218 for uh, Glenmore and 23 points for uh, the James Stevens men. So that's the way that one finished. And uh, it was a cracking game, just uh, James Stevens levelling it up right near the finish. But um, it was uh, a late point. I think it was from Alan Murphy, who was the man of the match on the day. And uh, he levelled it up in the f- or got the winner in the finish for Glenmore. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. We head back uh, to Palmerstown. It's uh, Dublin five points, uh, carry two in the All-Ireland Ladies Football Final. And there's uh, about 12 minutes gone in that. Level out in Palmerstown between St. Lactons and Tullaher. Nicky Brennan. Yeah, the game is on now about uh, 20, 30 seconds here, Pat, and there's a Shamozzle in the middle of the field that could have been a free there for Freshford. That was a delay, didn't like. That pass seemed a little illegal, but nevertheless, Tuller should get this ball out and clear it here now. It's a bit of holding up. There is now another Freshford player is down. It was Harry Bork who was uh, carried off the field uh, with that injury. Uh, the doctor man is in, that's Bill Beckett. Uh, he uh, doubles up as a selector and a doctor and uh, it's great to have such versatility in your backup team Jerry, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah it's your Bill Hurl for a lot of years for, for Freshford and uh, did a, a stint in Cork as well and, uh, Yeah, he has county championships with Glen Rovers yeah. I think Yeah, Freshford player holding his uh, leg here now looking uncomfortable Again, it's been kind of like the match this morning a very stop-start nature of a jury It's very stop-start probably not as physical as the match in Freshford this morning the shots aren't as, as big going in but uh, there's probably bigger men playing here overall for Tuller in, uh, anyway um, but yeah it's very stop-start it's taken the, the, the flow out of the game Yes, yeah, Stephen Farrell the Freshford manager checking to see if uh, his player is uh, going to be able to continue <coughs> 
Again, we don't know who it is down on the ground. There's a lot of people around the player, but it's certainly a leg injury, and it just might Treshford might just be caught having to warm somebody else up. They're already are they getting somebody already over on the far sideline. This player looks as if he's in a bit of bother, so it could be a moment or two before uh, we get a resumption here. Uh, the games at the weekend, Jerry. How did you see them? Uh, Bally Callan's uh, draw, where a defeat of Bridge was uh, a great result for them, and particularly with so many young players. Yeah, I actually predicted that on the radio yesterday. I thought there'd be a big kick in Bally Callan. I thought they played very well against James Stevens. Um, I suppose the Bridge boys will be a bit disappointed, um, but uh, yeah. For the young players, Aaron McAvoy and Ryan Corcoran and those up front, they started off like a, um, on fire there yesterday and they did very well. It's a huge plus for them to have a lot of good young players coming through. Um, I suppose the, the the goal for Aaron's own last night was the the big one, a big point for Aaron's own to get off the Shamrocks. Yeah, and I suppose any time you beat the Shamrocks, it's always a good day for a club because, or they didn't win, it was a draw, I should say, but it was still worth a lot. Um, Paul White is the player. Paul White is the player. Yeah. down. Yeah, he's a very little bit groggy in the in the himself there now so he able to continue he just might be oh, and there had somebody already on the far side definitely of the field. a sub has come in here now in the middle of the field yeah whether yeah. he's staying on or not we'll find out in a moment Paul White looks like he's going to continue so the sub number uh, was number Jack 22 Hickey. yeah Jack Hickey looks like uh, he'll, Jack will be going off back out yeah. yeah yeah that's right Paul White is still a bit uh, a bit uh, hobbling a bit here let's see he's going to try and run it off here as there's a free taken here by um, Pat Hartley sends the ball up to uh, this side of the field who has the ball nope it is uh, with uh, the taller men it's with uh, Marty, Mar- Marty well it's not with Marty Morrissey anyway it's with Keane O'Donoghue he sends the ball in there's a chance here oh it's a bit of a fresh oh far, far too loose and uh, a taller was left far too I think that was Coleman O'Sullivan, Coleman O'Sullivan yeah. I recognise the helmet as well oh, into the back of the net but he was left very loose Jerry. he was but it was great play Keane O'Donoghue won the ball knocked it into Conor Hennessy he knocked the ball across the square and Coleman O'Donoghue was left loose he just hit a low shot past Darren Brennan not the goalie could do about it big score for Tullaher yes it's 1-8 to 8 points here that score has come after about uh, 3 minutes and the shot gone in at the far end is a wide ball sorry about 4 minutes gone in the game here it's another wide for the uh, Freshford men I'd make that 5 wides it could be more now on the far side of the field uh, again a tussle for the ball here no clean possession as they both teams try to get to get that possession could go out over the line here the way it's uh, very close to the line yes it ball bounces well uh, for one of the Freshford lads it's uh, sent in there for Freshford it's gone over it's the bar that's a, a terrific, terrific point there from uh, Ali Rafter to put it over the bar a good score in the circumstances uh, Jerry. that was a very they, important score yeah. because Tullher just hit a goal now and Alex Rafter put, brought that back from 50 metres out there off his left yeah well that's a good a good response there by the St. Lactans lads after five minutes of play over the ball ironically he's over on the very same side of the field and uh, it's uh, back to the Tullher men it's uh, Pat Hartley trying to break out with the ball here he's not making much hay he's going to run over the ball if he's not careful he gets it back uh, to again that's to the number five Lahr now sends it over to this side of the field Danny Glennon has that ball. Danny has got a little bit of a sneak. He's going to take a shot from distance here. Sends that ball in. And he sends that ball over the bar. The blistering pace. Uh, Danny Glennon there. If he gets enough of that ball, he'll uh, do damage. Ah, uh, yeah. It was a great ball in by Lar Murphy. Straight to, to Danny Glennon. Hopped in front of him. Just like the Limerick Wise put in front of Gillan. I think the cornerback for Freshman picked up an injury there. He just ran straight off the field. Um, he seems to be in trouble, I think. Down in the corner. Yes, down here on my right it is. Could be Shane Dawson, maybe. It's number four, yep, yeah, it is uh, number four. It's uh, Shane Dawson. 
Yeah, Freshford have had their share of knocks here. Now, Paul White seems to be okay now out in the middle of the field again. But they've lost the other cornerback already. Harry Borker was uh, carried off there just before half time. So again, Shane Dawson is off the field. Now he's back on the field again. So maybe that's why the ref has to stop things. Danny Glennon to be a player. Kilkenny will be looking to maybe in the years ahead. But again, for uh, for players to make uh, an impact, they probably need to get up to at least intermediate grade, Jerry. I think to be helping their development. Ah, sure, absolutely. Uh, the standard is is slightly better, I suppose, up there. Um, Danny, yeah, Danny Speedy Hurler always has been promising underage. Suffered a big injury there last winter. Missed out on uh, the good council colleges campaign. He had a shoulder injury, but uh, he appears to be well back to himself. He took that pay, that uh, point there with ease. He's a good player. Um, Tuller have a lot of players who have uh, good. Uh, experience like uh, Marty Murphy there and, and Lar Murphy playing well today as well. 16 minutes gone in Croke Park. Dublin lead by seven points to three. Is this going to be a replica of the uh, men's senior final as the ball is uh, out? Uh, Freshford trying to work that ball out again. Short passing just didn't work. Is back with that uh, taller and Connor Hennessy. Connor Hennessy is breaking. He has an opportunity to put the ball over the bar and he does just that and he punishes that uh, careless short puck out, Jerry. He does indeed, yeah. Sharp puck outs are, are dodgy. Uh, Philly Campion has come in now and replaced Shane Dawson at cornerback for first lactans. Dawson seems to have pulled the hamstring I think. Yeah, Philly Campion, yeah, he's known in uh, coaching circles by uh, with the Kilkenny J up that go for it in the air brilliantly caught here in full forward by Paddy Killeen Paddy Killeen is looking for a bit of space because no, it's back out to Killeen here now and he puts that one, I'd say, over the bar. Right. Oh, it's wide oh, that's a, that's a disappointing wide Was well, a great catch by Shane Donnelly Shane Dawson, there Shane, yeah yeah, out to Paddy Killeen and Killeen just sends that away. That's a, a huge disappointment. One goal and ten points to nine points. It's a four-point lead. Uh, for the okay, lads, the four-point lead there for Tulher. Uh, see how it's going out in uh, Gordon. And it's uh, Thomastown against O'Loughlin Gales. Shane Coogan. Right, Pat. Five minutes into the second half. Um, ideal start for O'Loughlin straight away after, after the throw-in. Uh, a long free from their wing back Evan Welsh from about 70 yards with the whole way into the Thomastown net so brought Lachlan's back into it then straight away a free from Sean Bulger to bring him back level so now at the moment it's 2-8 to Lachlan's and 15 points to Thomastown Right so the goals are going in Yeah the goals are going in the goals as I said a long long ball from, from Evan Welsh and the full forward for Lachlan's a big man Gary Kelly went up to contest it but I don't think he's got a touch to it but it went straight to the net uh, as we speak a point from Thomas down there from their number 10 Luke Canellan so it's now 15 points to 2-8 16 points to 2-8 alright Shane 16 points to 2-8 there and they're 5 or 6 minutes into the second half back to Palmerstown where Tullaher had taken a grip of things yeah, well, Liam Hickey has responded with a free there out for Freshford. It makes it one goal and ten points to ten points. It's a one-score game here in uh, Palmerstown. And the game is living up a little bit here over on this side, right in front of you. The ball has gone over the line. And uh, the linesman, Andy Stafford-Hackis, uh, says it's uh, pointing very much in the direction of uh, a Freshford line ball. It's going to be taken by Mark Donnelly, who was introduced there for Harry Burke just before half-time. And it's lovely when the lad is sitting here almost beside you. You can see the, the, the beautiful white number very clearly in front of you here but uh, go over a few yards further and it's not quite so easy Mark Donnelly a Kilkenny minor of not so long ago 
sends that ball in as a well-struck ball in as well but straight in the direction of a loose uh, Tolliher player but there's a chance now for uh, Freshford to move down the field here it's with Ali Rafter Ali Rafter if he gets that ball he has a little bit of space in front of him will he have room to swing it it's a great save it's gone wide it all hit the butt of the post and went wide we thought for a moment that Ona Sullivan might have saved it but it's a wide for Freshford and uh, that will have to go down as a lost opportunity uh, this game is a kind of taking on a little bit more momentum now at this stage into the second half as the ball is sent up this side of the field the referee leaves that the play goes on it's, it's still it's a good point it's a good Paul point Weiss. for Freshford there by Paul White it looked as if there was going to be blown back for a line ball but no it came out to Paul White and he put the ball over the bar from about um, the best part of uh, 50 metres a good score there by Paul White it makes it one goal and 10 points at uh, 11 points it's a two point game here Jerry, and uh, it's anybody's game now anybody's game now yeah uh, Tuller introduced a substitute there Mikey Hendrick is coming in for full forward uh, Simon Kennedy so uh, yeah uh, Freshford have uh, stung back there now good point there from Liam Hickey from a free and Paul White from play so 110 to 11 yeah 110 to 11 that's 13 to 11 in any man's language the ball goes up in the air here nobody wins it but it goes out over the line off of a Freshford player it did go off of uh, the Freshford number 19 at number 19 is Cahal Hickey straight in front of us here and it's going to be taken by the taller number 11 uh, that's uh, Keen O'Donoghue Keen O'Donoghue a prolific scorer from freeze for uh, the Tullerher men he's getting ready to take this big strong team as Tullerher beautifully switched ball across the far side of the field the only difficulty was that uh, nobody was there except Brian Kennedy and he has time to look around now he can't catch this ball again but I'm sure he knows that he did catch it three times and got away with it in fact I think he caught it three times anyway definitely uh, yeah Yeah. but it's going and to pay it's going to yes no. it's wide it's wide maybe justice was done justice. but Brian Kennedy caught that three times Jerry. absolutely yeah I wouldn't mind if the ref was only about three yards away from him yeah okay we'll uh, we'll send the abacus to Kieran kind of in there someday he next did week. it so quickly yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly, exactly. In fact, there was probably no great need for Brian. He could have shot himself really no, past the ball. He, he was on the run there. He could he have stuck it right over okay, the bar. Okay, puck out uh, far. Up it goes up in the air and brilliantly Kendi caught again. again. Uh, Brian Brian Kendi sends the ball down to Ali Rafter. Ali Rafter then sends the ball in, not uh, controlled by the freshman, but it does. It makes its way back again over at the little nudge in the back. The play goes on. Oh, nicely ball here now again. It's with Ali Rafter. Ali Rafter is moving in on the left hand side of the field. He has a little bit of space. Flicked off his hurley by 65. the. Uh, I don't know. I think it was. Uh, I think it was a 65. Yeah, definitely. It was flicked off yeah. there by Donald the Connor. number three. I think by uh, Donald O'Connor, and uh, it definitely was a 65, which uh, Liam Hickey will happily take. Getting ready to, uh, uh, getting ready to take that. He's already out there waiting for the well to, uh, to happen. Coming across in the direction of uh, Paul White. All her now lead to. Uh, just watch this. It's a chance here now that this uh, will make it a one-point game. It's one at ten. That's 13 points to Tuller. It's 11 points to Freshford here in Palmerstown today in the JJ Cabin and Sons Kilkenny Junior Hurling Championship. And as always, our commentaries are brought to you courtesy of Michael Ling Motors, JJ Cabin and Sons, John Brennan uh, Machinery and Country Style Foods from Kilmacow. Getting ready to take this is uh, Keen O'Donoghue, or sorry, Liam Hickey, of course, uh, from Freshford, from the 65 metre line. Gets ready to um, bend, lift, and strike. Sends out a beautiful striker as Liam Hickey, and no better striker. The trajectory was spot on. He puts it straight over the bar for that 65 to make it one goal and 10 points uh, to uh, 12 points. It's really uh, a tight game and uh, could go anywhere. Okay, we're heading back to Gordon, and uh, it's uh, Thomastown against O'Loughlin Gales. Shane Cogan.
Yeah, Thomastown 19 points, O'Loughlin's 2-9. Um, in the last couple, in the last five minutes, Thomastown are for getting back into it after a good start from O'Loughlin's with a goal and a point. And Thomastown are for getting a good few scores from their wing-back, Peter McDonald, the county man. He's after going, scoring two great points there, coming up the field and scoring two points, as well as Luke Cannell and that. So look, um, with 11 minutes gone, 19 points, Thomastown... Oh, Lachlan, just after getting another score here. So it's 19 points to 2 10. 3 point game. 3 point game there. Thanks, Shane. Back to Palmerstown. Yes, and while you're here in Palmerstown, there's a chance here for Tuller to grab a goal and a bit of messing in the, in the fresh for defence, to be honest about it. Uh, with the ball, they're struggling to get it out. They are coming out with it now here, and uh, they do get the ball out. And it's uh, they're lucky enough here to switch it across to this side of the field. And uh, just a nice quick movement gives the ball to Ali Rafter. Ali Rafter is sending a ball in, in uh, goes in higher on the goal area. It should be a full back's ball. Strong uh, Donald O'Connor under the full back wins that ball. Big strong man. It comes out then to uh, the number 20. That number 20 is uh, Lar Murphy. Lar Murphy, but the ball is back with Freshford. Freshford should put this one over the bar. They do put this over the bar, and it's sent over the bar there by. And that ties it up. One goal and 10 points to 13 points. Yeah, Freshford were nearly caught napping up at this end a few moments ago, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, they're living dangerous in the full back line. Uh, I don't know, they're, they're, they've got away with it, but uh, they're still playing on. Brian Kenny doing very well in defence. Yeah, Tuller putting on the pressure. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, look at the players being let go here now. There's a chance Freshford are now getting the ball is switched over to this side of the field, and it comes over uh, to uh, Brian Kendi, who's made himself available for that pass. Switch it over to the far side of the field. There's a bit of freedom here now. Uh, ball is sent in uh, to Freshford. Have a chance. Oh, there's a high tackle there, and uh, the Freshford player is going to be. Oh, he's been blown for over carrying, but I think it was probably the first tackle actually forced him to do the over carrying because he wobbled a bit from the pressure of the tackle. Big strong men are these taller lads, but Freshford had a chance there. Just took a little bit too long over the ball and now there's going to be a free out uh, for the Tuller lads to be taken uh, by uh, Pat Hartley and he sends that ball well long the breeze holds it up a little bit in the air up they go for it brilliantly caught there uh, by Coleman O'Sullivan who lays the ball off a little bit of questionable hand pass maybe that was but it's uh, still with the it's with uh, the number 5 that's uh, Jamie Ling has just come on, come on there a couple of moments ago Jamie Ling came on for uh, Nilo Shea ok yeah Jamie Ling there's number 21 there for Freshford it's going to be a line ball for Freshford to be taken uh, by Brian Kennedy he's having a a solid game here at centre half back for Freshford reading the game very well gets ready to take this uh, line ball this one is going to go down to the wire Jerry does it that, is uh, yeah draw match here Freshford have come right back into the game it did look as if that goal for the Tuller men would be crucial, but it's now been hauled back as Brian Kennedy gets ready to uh, take this line ball right here in front of us. He sends that ball back. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't work, and they're working on this occasion. And Freshford need to uh, move the ball down the field, and they do that up on the far side of the field. Brilliantly goes up in the air, does Pat Hartley. He doesn't control the ball here. They're there in numbers, though. Tuller, they switch the ball up the field now, and uh, again, uh, dispossessed by Freshford, blocked, hitting the ball, just in very tight uh, space, no space out there for either teams to work and it is the uh, Tuller men who have the, they have a little bit of space now sending it out now uh, to Jamie Lee Jamie Lee has close line tackle and that's going to be a yellow card for a Freshford player and uh, Jamie Lee will get the free again a bit careless on the part of uh, the Freshford lads for that tackle yeah it was uh, around the corner <laughs> funny is Cahal uh, Mooney was uh, tackled there like he was in the first half as twice he's won tackles like that um, as I said he's a smaller player and he got in under um, 
Alex Rafter there. Rafter, yeah. and, and he picked up a yellow card. Well, to be fair to Ali Rafter, he uh, he owned up in front of the referee Absolutely. and uh, said I was wrong, and he accepts his yellow card and goes on with it. So a chance now for the uh, Tullerher men. I think the referee was uh, getting a little bit confused there a moment ago. He was heading down to the other end of the field. He was he indeed. Yeah. Going up to the, he seemed to be going up to the right rather than on the left. Right, a chance here now for uh, Keen O'Donoghue. Can he uh, just edge his side here ahead? I'd say if there's a slight breeze probably against him uh, taking this, it's just the ball seems to hold up in the air when it's poked out uh, from the Tullerher goal. O'Donoghue should have no problem with the range, I'd say. It does go high. Does he have the accuracy? Nope. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have the accuracy. He sends that uh, he sends that wide. That'll be disappointing. Maybe a little bit too much sky there. Yeah, definitely the wind was against him, but uh, he was 75 metres from goal, so I suppose you need to be keeping it a bit lower. Right, he has wind. a chance again, Okina Donahue, who sprays the ball into uh, the right corner here, moving out uh, to get the ball. couple Connor of times here now. Is, yeah. There's going to be a push in the back there. I think that's a free out uh, for the uh, Freshford lads. Not sure who was actually fouled. Connor Donnelly, was Connor Donnelly, yeah. Connor, yeah he's yeah. a sub that's been introduced as well. Again, both uh, management are uh, using their bench today, giving them time. I mean, it's, a win is important, but I suppose the championship around... Uh, when is the championship, Jerry? A few weeks' time? Well, it'll be the middle of September before uh, knockout happens. Yeah, but I suppose that's what most people are gearing for. But you want to finish as high up the table as possible. Okay, lads, heading off out to Gordon again. Thomas Town against O'Loughlin Gales. Shane Coogan. Yeah, 16 minutes gone, Tash, since I was talking to you last. Thomas Town after scoring a goal through Robbie Donnelly there after um, a mistake in the O'Loughlin's defence to try to bring out the ball. But lost it and ended up with Robbie Donnelly put it out. But at the moment, as we speak now, O'Loughlin's have a penalty. Um, a foul on their full forward, Gary Kelly, and Morris Flynn is after giving a penalty. So. Sean Bulger is stepping up to take it here now just as as we speak here now so if you can just hold on there for a second I'll let you know how it goes um, if the score this they're well back in it like you know Morris is telling everyone to go back Sean is stepping back this would be a massive score now if they can get it can bring him right back into it stepping up He's ready. Yes, Ferries, bullet, great penalty, top of the net. Now, 310 to 119. So game on with 16 minutes gone past. Okay, 310 to 119, three points still in it. So drama out there in Gordon and uh, they're heading to the three-quarter stage. Back to Palmerstown. Yeah, just as you come to the game has gone level again. A good score there by uh, Conor Hennessy. Conor Hennessy, very good, tapped the ball on the ground. Maybe the Freshford supporter said he was carrying it too long, but he had tapped it on the ground. It's 111 to 14 points here. It's uh, Annie Tuller needed that score. There had been a couple of moments without a score. And up the far end of the field, the Freshford player is fouled, and it's going to be a free out, or a Tuller player, I should say, is fouled, and it's going to be a free out, which should be taken by Pat Hartley. The tempo of the game is uh, noticeably gone, uh, gone a bit. Uh, a bit better tempo in a jury I think there's yeah. a bit more energy being shown by the players and they realise we're now in the um, the last 10 minutes of the game here in Palmerstown we're now gone 20 just on the 21st minutes of the game here as Pat Hartley gets ready uh, to take this it's been uh, maybe flat at times but still some very enjoyable hurling and these two teams will both feel that they will be in with a chance later on there's changes on the uh, Freshford team again I think it's uh, possibly number uh, 
I'm not sure did Conor Donnelly gone off there. I'm not sure again. It's just impossible. Well, with Conor the, Donnelly's here. Key Dawson has gone Key off. Key Dawson has gone end. off. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Again, it's uh, Tolliver trying to win this ball. They've lost possession, but they're back on it again now, trying to work their way forward with the ball and uh, tapping the ball in front of them. Maybe just not quite working. Freshford should get that ball again. It's uh, with Brian Kennedy. He's just after winning so many balls here. Uh, Craig Tom Berrigan sends that ball down the field as to the far side of the field. It's who's going? Who's on this ball? Is this uh, Liam Hickey or Shane Donnelly? Shane Donnelly on that ball and uh, Tolliver should win that ball they do bring out the ball here they're going to be f- free for Tolliver for holding a uh, good play there by the uh, Tolliver uh, corner back there that's their uh, number four at Sean Murray he's had a good solid match has Sean Murray they're waiting up at the far end of the field now a chance uh, for uh, Pat Hartley to get this ball in it's 1-11 to Tuller it's 14 points to Freshford we're in the last um, 7 or 8 minutes of this game maybe at a minute or 2 as Hartley sends this wrong up into the right corner of the field up they go for the ball breaks down and it's with uh, it's with um, Connor Hennessy. Hennessy but he has little space to work he sends the ball out to, to, uh, to a colleague there's very little space here's one of the subs he sends it into the number 8 that's um, Coleman uh, Coleman O'Sullivan yeah no space for Coleman he's trying to get through there oh that's a uh, he could have been blown there for a bad pass but Freshford have they got the ball here yeah they, they don't get it out yet there's great tackling in here there could be even be a free in there there's a Tulher player on the ground as well the referee halts, calls the, hold the play to a halt because the player, Tuller player, is in some degree of agony there. It's probably going to be um, a hot ball, but a, a great bit of hurling from both teams. Defenders trying to get the ball in, defences trying to keep it out, and uh, got to a stalemate now with uh, a Tuller player getting attention on the ground. I'm not sure what happened actually there, Jerry, but no, it was, it was a kind of off the ball. Physical, yep. it? It's Danny Lennon who's down. Uh, Tuller have introduced a couple of subs there. Jamie Ling has come in and Jason Sheely, and it's added a bit of impetus to their forward play. Yeah, well, they just, as I said, there's only about um, six minutes left. It's 22, there's more, there's about eight, seven minutes left, maybe seven and a half minutes left. And I suspect that referee, Kieran Canavan, will probably play maybe a good uh, five minutes. Uh, yeah, don't forget, we'll have a full roundup of all the games from the weekend for our sports team after uh, six o'clock. And we send our uh, condolences to our colleague, uh, Kieran Nari, today. He was playing in the All-Ireland Senior Hardball Singles Final today. And unfortunately, he lost that. Now, I suppose the only consolation for Kilkenny was that he lost it to a Kilkenny person so uh, that's just the way such is um, such is sport I just I thought I had the uh, the result on my uh, on my phone here we might have to wait until I do have it here yeah yeah Kieran lost 21-8 21-16 he was up against uh, Shane Dunn from clock so it was a Kilkenny All-Ireland medal winner today in the senior hardball singles in Croke Park unfortunately it wasn't our colleague Kieran Nari but we do say well done uh, to Shane Dunn and uh, I'm sure Kieran will uh, will give us will give us a little bit of a blow by blow about that tomorrow evening on the TC Towers World of Gaelic Games it's not too often you have a, an All-Ireland uh, final in the studio presenting the programme and uh, you know we'd all love to see Kieran winning that uh, that all Ireland OK they're in, do it into the last 10 minutes out in Gorn uh, what's the story now Shane? The story is Lachlan's after scoring another goal so it's 14 to 121 here um, great goal from Kevin Murphy their corner forward long ball in he bit the corner back uh, David Pendergast rounded him went in and put the ball in the net so Lachlan's are, are, are making it tough going for Thomastown here um, as as we speak, four twenty to one twenty one, big score, all in again. A goal, another goal for Olakin. So it's five, five ten to one. Every time the ball goes in around the square, they're causing savage trouble to the Thomas Town the backs. They can't handle them at all. Gary Kelly and uh, I think the same man as after get the touch, Kevin Murphy. So it's five ten to one twenty one. 
<laughs> every time we go over to Shane their goals <laughs> goals it's goals and Lachlan's are on the attack again here Pat no Thomas Town break it down John Donnelly no White so, uh, so Thomas Town ahead by a pint or oh, Lachlan's ahead by a pint oh, Lachlan's ahead by a pint and With seven minutes to go okay we'll be back all right back to Palmerstown yeah, back here in Palmerstown, it's also a level game. It's 1-12 to uh, Tullaross Birkin. It's uh, 15 points to St. Lactan's Freshford. Mikey Henrik and uh, Ali Raffer have just exchanged points here. There's no way these two teams are going to be separated as we enter the last stages of the game. Freshford coming out with the ball here now. It's sent out long. It's over on the... There's nice switching around. It comes to Brian Kendi. He's been the outstanding player on the field here today. He's read the game uh, like you'd read a good book here, the way he's going across from left to right. But good cut out by the Tuller lads. They're sending the ball over to this side the field, they just need to be careful with their passing it's now with uh, Jamie Ling, Jamie Ling is trying to control the ball, he's lost it but it goes back to O'Connick it goes to the number 12, that's David Walsh, David Walsh sends the ball, the referee's getting the way now, two hands on the hurdle would be the idea there, but the uh, pressure and lost the ball here as Coleman O'Sullivan, big strong player a former Kilkenny minor, could have had a free there he caught it three times, he well. caught it three times <laughs> as well but he also was pulled by the jersey, but uh, uh, the referee is not too pushed about things like that there's a chance here now uh, for Tuller, the ball is sent in along the side, the end line here now, Tuller could have lost the ball to Conor Hennessy, will Freshman get it out they will it's uh, it's sent out here by Benny Quinn Benny Quinn sends it out it looks like it's gone over the line here and it's gone over the line just in front of us Tuller take a quick ball they only have taken and the referee lets him away with it a bit lucky there to be let away with that the ball goes in as Hannigan around the goal this is a danger area it goes in on top of Darren Brennan he should have control over this he has control over this he's been tackled in the square surely he should be getting a free he does get a free out and that uh, was one that must the referee going to blow at all for the, the tackle on the, on the yeah. referee on the, free, the goalkeeper I should say Definitely, he was tackling the square. Yes, yes, and this is building up tempo now. The ball is sent out by Darren Brennan over to the far side of the field. It's come down right down the field here. What taller? Have they got the numbers here? Oh, is that uh, is that Noel McGree? Noel McGree, is better than Noel McGree. I'd recognise his style anyway. He sends the ball in. It comes inside. There's a chance for for the Freshford. That's no, it's cut out again by Tuller. Tuller, a nice flick out the field. The sense of Jamie Jamie Ling. Jamie Ling sends the ball, and it's not Jamie Ling, but it doesn't matter who it is. It comes back out here to Freshford, but it should be a ball. It goes over the hand of uh, number eight. That's Paul White and. And it's going to still be a Freshford ball. He failed to control it, but it uh, he missed it, and that means again now it's a chance here for the Freshford. That's all oh, dangerous line ball. They didn't watch what they're doing there. They have a wasted ball. A risky thing you do that. You must be sure one of your players just goes inside, uh, and it's with uh, Danny Glennon. Danny Glennon from an awkward angle. Is he going to send it in? It's looking good. It's looking good. It's looking very good. Danny Glennon. That was a sweet point, Jerry. That was a great point by Danny Glennon. Yeah, right from the corner, gathered it, turned to his left, and put it straight over the bar. Danny uh, yes, that makes it one thirteen to fifteen. It's a one-point game in favour of the Tullerher men. We're now gone. We'll check Jerry as the watch. The official watch says 27 and a half minutes. That's all that matters here to us. Jerry's watch. The ball is sent in again. Tullerher are under control. Pat, Pat Hart is strong in the middle in the centre half back position. Freshford having their chances to get the ball. It's sent in there uh, by Paddy Killian. Paddy Killian all pulled down from under the post by Owen uh, Kennedy in the goal uh, for Tuller. That was a brave save because it was right under the uh, centre spot. It's usually black. It's red here in, to- in Palmerstown today. Over on the far side of the field going for the ball is the uh, Conor Hensley he's leaving out Freshford player was pulled out Freshford player was fouled no says the referee he lets the ball in it's coming across to this side of the field uh, to uh, Jamie Ling Jamie Ling misses the ball and the referee now puts up his hand and says there's a free so this looks like it could be a free 
Foul on Paul White there, yeah. Paul White, yeah. I wasn't sure which way. He possibly could have given one earlier. Maybe that one was for it. There's a chance here now for Liam Hickey. Can he? He's coming out now to take this. Distance won't be a problem. We're looking at the watch here, and it says 28 minutes and 23 seconds here in Palmerstown in the dying stages of this game. A cracking game also out in Gordon, where uh, the last time we were there with Shane Coogan, uh, the Lachlan Gales had narrowly, uh, were narrowly leading Thomastown. That would be classified as a little bit of a surprise, but then if we look back at the history of those two clubs, Thomastown are... Lachlan Gales have more than uh, more than played well against Thomastown even uh, when Thomastown were, were in their heyday which they still think they are but look they still have to get rid of all the doubters Liam Hickey on this ball puts it straight over the bar it's a draw match here it's now one goal and 13 points two with 16 points anybody's game here in the dying seconds we probably have about four or five minutes I suspect of uh, injury time Jerry, as we're in heading towards the last uh, two minutes of this game definitely would expect injury time there have been a lot of stops in it but uh, it's up to the referee I suppose we don't know now there's no fourth officially up it goes in the air it's broken down it should be with uh, Tuller and uh, Tuller do send that ball in with Pat Harty who's inside uh, getting the ball here it is Danny Glennon no, it's taken away from him as that fresh come out again Brian Kennedy magnificent maybe carried a little bit too far gets away with it it's sent out uh, to the number 22 that's Jack Heakey Jack Heakey sends the ball down but Tuller uh, win that ball back again send it in under pressure again Arthur Freshman oh that could have been a free there Brian Heakey used or Brian Kennedy using all his experience to nudge one of the Tuller players out of the way there maybe it was a little bit illegal it doesn't matter the ref said it wasn't so a chance here for Ali Rafter Ali Rafter from the middle of the field sends that ball in not sure he has the direction on that one no he hasn't he sends it wide a chance there Jerry was missed OK lads there's still uh, rain and goals out in Gordon and uh, Shane Coogan yeah two, two minutes two minutes to go here Pat um, Thomas Hunter gone three points up uh, when I last spoke to you Lachlan's were after getting a brace of goals and there were two points up but in the meantime John Donnelly is after scoring a goal for Thomas Town an opportunist goal in front of the goal kind of screwing the ball into the net so as it is they're gone. They're after scoring two points since that goal, and with two minutes to go, they're three points up. But look, the way it's going, you wouldn't know any ball into a square, and like it's it's looking dangerous anywhere. So as I said, with a couple of minutes to go, it could go anywhere. What's the score then? Two twenty-three to five eleven. Two twenty-three. Oh. Thomastown five eleven. All happens. Okay, two twenty-three to five eleven. Back to Palmerstown. Seven goals. Well, we can't quite match that score that's out there in Gordon at the moment with Thomas Town leading by a couple of points in the dying stages of the game. This stage is in, game is in the dying stages. Also, it is level is 113 uh, to Tuller. It's 16 points to Freshford over on the far side of the field. Tossing for the ball. There's going to be no winner of the ball here. Will they? Who'll come out of this? And it's Tuller. The big men from Tuller and strong men they are and good hurlers they are too. The ball goes up in the air. It breaks. Who's going to get this ball? There's a chance for this is Danny Glennon. Oh, you put your house on Danny Glennon. He got a little nudge and got away with it. That uh, was a nice bit of defending it must be said the ball breaks out in the middle but a wayward pass it comes back out to uh, Tuller are a little bit loose it comes out to the Tuller yes. uh, numbered uh, 28 uh, Jason Sheely Jason Sheely little around the goal area chance you know for Conor Hennessy this is going to need oh, I think this is going to be a could even be a penalty here uh, Conor Hennessy taken down if it's a free it has to be a penalty it's straight it, yes it's no it has to be a penalty we're waiting on uh, referee Kieran Canavan to make up his mind Jerry, I think it's a penalty uh, it was inside the square anyway that's for sure but he's not given a penalty he looks like a 20 metre free Mark Donnelly was the unfortunate player come up against Conor Hennessy and Hennessy was just that bit stronger and fended him off yeah but to be fair to him he didn't let him get in on the goal no so no Donnelly's good I know he Donnelly's could have good. conceded a penalty and in reality I think it probably was a penalty in truth but look it's only going to be a free in which Keane O'Donoghue will pop over the bar and uh, this will put Tuller uh, back into the lead again we have no idea how much time is left we're certainly gone into uh, we're now gone into 32 minutes
minutes so there could be another two or three minutes to be quite frank about it but we think this one uh, will put uh, Tuller ahead with Aquino Donoghue uh, free he's getting ready to take this he will pop this one over the bar there's uh, three Freshford players in on the goal line Donoghue will lift and strike as I said no Walter Walsh today for Tuller no James Marr for Freshford as Keane O'Donoghue puts that ball over the bar now it's all in the hands of our referee Canavan I think is he calling for the ball no it's a sub going on uh, there's a sub going on the Tuller team there number 20 21 is uh, Niall Mooney I think he's a brother of Cahill's they have strong Wexford connections those Mooney's and Marty, and, Murphy yeah, Marty Murphy is coming off here he's done his bit for the club getting ready to puck out the ball now is Darren Brennan down our right he sends that ball long no short puck outs now at this stage of the game it lands on the 50 metre line up they go from the air it breaks to uh, Ali Rafter has a chance Ali Rafter looks up he sends the ball in that would be a terrific point and it is gone over the bar Super. a terrific point from Ali Rafter he just didn't break straight when he hit that Jerry no it was an excellent point from the left wing off his, off his left hand side um, no doubt about it, it went straight over the bar and we're back to level pegging with 33 minutes played in this half yeah but maybe there's another minute or so I wouldn't be surprised as uh, the ball is poked out by Owen Kennedy Owen Kennedy sends the ball over to this side of the field up they go for it in the air it's broken down it's with Freshford uh, calling Freshford calling for a free but it's uh, Oh, overplaying oh, he's, the ball was caught with there Parik Donnelly he was uh, well he wasn't actually pulled down to just good honest to God uh, tackling and there's going to be a free for Tuller. Um, just almost in front of us here in the dugouts in Palmerstown who's going to take this probably of course Keane O'Donoghue will take this there's a chance here to uh, put Tuller ahead every score at this stage could be a winning score as uh, Keane O'Donoghue gets instructions from the linesman where to take this one the Freshford defence now will need to be vigilant this ball could land up in the air it could even hit the post at this stage O'Donoghue taking time over the ball here and could this be the winning score here in uh, Palmerstown we've certainly seen a much better second half plenty of intensity plenty of good hurling and we can see why both of those teams will hope to be figuring in the latter stages of the Junior Championship. But it's early stages yet. There's still plenty more games to play before the knockout, as Jerry said, takes place during the month of September. Keane O'Donoghue bending, lifting and striking straight in front of us here. Does he have that one? He does have it I think no it just it just goes wide at the last minute now it's up to the referee is he going to blow the final whistle at this stage doesn't look like a man is going to blow the whistle he's running out the field not even looking at anybody not even looking at his watch Jerry which would indicate there must be a little bit more time up they go for it in the air um, Jamie Ling tries to get that ball it goes off of a freshman Tuller. player it's, no it's off of a taller player a freshman player rose the ball a taller player flicked it off his hurley and the linesman uh, does indicate that it's a Freshford ball the Tuller are not too happy about it they say it should have been a Tuller ball now there's a chance for Freshford is the, is the pendulum going to swing for Wexford is the, look of the, is the look of the day going to go their way who's going over to take it it's going over to be taken I think um, by probably Liam Hickey I think is getting ready to take it he's a, he's a great stick man so if you wanted somebody to uh, maybe pop it over the bar could this line ball be the winning of the game here in Palmerston in the JJ Cabin and Sons Kilkenny Junior Hurling Championship it's Freshford 17 points it's Tuller Rossbergen one goal and 14 points a brilliant point from Ali Rafter to tie the match there after uh, Keane O'Donoghue appeared to have edged Tuller ahead with that free now Liam Hickey has a ball down here on her left takes it it's a brilliant ball in around the goal area oh there's a chance here for the Freshford lads they're trying to get space to turn there's no space there's no space and the Tuller lads are going to keep it out and they do keep it out Freshford put it over the line good defending but was dangerous under the post Jerry yeah we're now gone definitely. 35 and almost 36 minutes I thought about 
about five or six minutes now I'd say the ref is uh, must be looking at his watch at this stage maybe all these referees have been instructed to play extra time maybe like the, uh, what they're doing with the soccer in England Kieran Canavan still not letting the play not stopping the play Cowell King Coleman O'Sullivan trying to get the ball here the freshman lads have the ball here that's sent in and uh, there's a it's up in the air there caught there by Tuller they send it across to this side of the field that's and it. with that uh, Kieran Canavan blows the final whistle and it's a draw match here in, OK uh, lads before Carmen. you analyse that we'll get Shane Coogan final score from um, Gordon yeah final score from Gordon Pat ended up with a 6 point win for Thomastown on a scoreline of 2.26 to 5.11 it was all going the second half yeah OK thanks Shane 2.26 to 5.11 Thomastown win back to you lads yeah, well, look, the game has just concluded here in a welter of excitement. It is a draw game here, 114 to Tuller, 17 points to Freshford, and Jerry does not a lot between those teams, and really the second half, both teams thundered into it, and we had a cracking second half. Definitely the game picked up in the second half. Um, no, these two teams will be there, thereabouts at the end of the day, and even at halftime, to see the amount of substitutes on the field all playing and warming up. They have big, strong panels, and... Uh, if injuries creep in, which they will in every team, they definitely uh, have replacements. I thought Brian Kendi was fabulous today for Freshford, and Ali Rafter up front uh, was very, very good also from play. Liam Hickey from Freeze. Um, Coleman O'Sullivan played very well for Tullher, and uh, at the back, Donald O'Connor was solid all day long, while Keno Donahue was very, very good, and Danny Lennon was nippy when he got the ball. Some players that uh, didn't do well then as well, and uh, probably will look to do better on the next day. Absolutely. Well, look, that was a cracking junior game. We were delighted to bring it to you here on Community Radio Kilkenny City it's important that intermediate and the junior grades get their share of the limelight and both teams here served up a great second half it was maybe slightly uh, stop start a little in the first half but there was none of that in the second half as the two teams tore into one another with the, just the type of abandon you like to see in these uh, championship matches that's it Pat for Parmesan we'll have the full round after 6 o'clock this evening on Community Radio Kilkenny City and of course we'll do it all again next weekend where we'll be we don't know but we'll be there on Community Radical Kenny City to the sports team. For now, from Jerry and I here in Paris, on back to you in the studio. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. OK, uh, just watching the ladies' football final, 13 points to six. Uh, it's uh, Dublin leading Kerry and there's 24 minutes left in that game and Dublin just appear to have that ability to get a score when they need it and uh, they led, what was 11-3 was at halftime. Uh, but uh, Kerry improving a bit in the second half but uh, you just feel they need a goal to get back into it. Score lines from today, Glenmore 218, James Stevens 23 points, Clara 23 points, Dave for 13 points. Thomastown 226, O'Loughlin Gales 511, Dunhamagan 323, Blacks and Whites 117. And in the junior grade, a draw here. St. Lacton's 17 points, Tullaher Ross Birkin 114. So those are the score lines locally from today. 13 points to 7 now. A Dublin lead in that All-Ireland ladies football final. In the Premier League across the way, Brentford and Spurs played out a 2-all draw and at the moment Liverpool are 1-0 up on Chelsea as uh, they're heading, what, 25-26 minutes gone in that game. So uh, those are the score lines to hand.